0: Jeez. Recorded live.
1: Good evening to Lauren's Saturday Human Trafficking Podcast. Today's date, Saturday, April 15th, 2017. It's 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We are very fortunate to have a wonderful speaker this evening, Marcus Hopkins. His topic, Enslaved by technocrats. Technocrat, it means a technological expert in technology, and to be enslaved means one is trying to make another a slave. Without further hesitation, I'd like to present to you Mr. Marcus Hopkins. Give me a brief moment while I mute the room.
2: Okay. Hello.
1: Hello, Marcus. Give me a second. I'm going to mute the room real quick, and then open you right back up. That way, we have no in- interruptions when you're speaking. Marcus, good evening. Welcome.
0: Thank you. Yes. Good evening, uh, Kay. How's your day been?
1: Um, it's been uh, kind of hectic and busy. I think uh, where people are rushing around for the Easter weekend, holidays tomorrow. Oh yeah. Yeah.
3: Definitely. <laughs>
1: So it are just uh, hey, the life is being a targeted individual, one day at a time. So let's uh let's try to briefly, you know, let's take it from um point one, Marcus. When did you first realize you were targeted?
0: Okay, so <clears throat> um I was uh been divorced for a year and um I I started um to hear voices every couple weeks um in the summer of two thousand eleven and they were threats and I thought it we were gang members next door at this middle school where there's a lot of portables and corners around the buildings and <clears throat> we had an acre in Albuquerque. Um and uh then that that fall two thousand eleven um it started to get kind of scary and sinister. My car started breaking down and um I had a a good job um uh as a desert tortoise technician with my college degree and then i was going to training for that job after i'd already worked there they have annual training and
3: <clears throat>
0: another truck broke down and it shouldn't have and when um well uh i i did good at the training it was only a few days but um vagabonds uh were I, I had to reach a handout to to find help because uh, they had sabotaged my cars and not as gang stalkers or human traffickers, and they already had people under their coattails to uh line up to pretend to help me, and they were I guess vagabonds, and they acted like they knew about how to fix a car um, and they could give me transportation so I could go back to uh New Mexico because I was in California. And yet uh, that's when I started getting death threats um, was from one who and so it's it's really um when I got back home when they laid a lot more sabotages on me, they isolated me because my car was destroyed, and we're making threats and uh replacing sounds in my environment. They had a device in our ductwork of our home and uh, it had VTK EEG for um, remote neural monitoring, and um, uh, it was mobile. It could move around the ductwork, and that same device also had a direct energy weapon. And so the night, um, they 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 made me really scared. They made it. They were also drugging my my family, um, my mom, and my older brother, who was trying to take my bedroom. After just getting out of prison, he was in prison for three years for stealing from stores, and he had just got divorced, too, about a year before that. Um, But he was actually threatening me, and he's like a big bully sometimes, and on top of that, there was like about 10 or 15 gang stalkers uh, using voice to scold to start threatening me and uh, tampering with our food and the sounds. The TV, they put a virus in my computer so I couldn't listen to my MP3s to help soothe me and uh, pull me out of that Mm fear. So they sabotaged me in several ways. And then that next day after, that's the first time they kept me up all night. I didn't know what was going on. I thought there was a gang outside my house. They said they made sounds of packing a rifle. So if I left the house, they were going to shoot me. Um, So I was scared as shit. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: And that's when they started cooking with direct energy weapon that night, too. And eight of them transmitted their voices, and they're a different ethnicity than me, different age, different sex, and they just all started telling me that night. And I I didn't know where the, the voices were coming from, but it was this device. It took me oh um, almost a year later to figure out they had a device in our ductwork. Um, but then um, it also dawned on me uh, not even that long ago, like. I remembered, because sometimes we store things way deep in our memory, that um, in 2008, uh, a medical assistant in New Mexico, uh, where I went to college, um, was looking in my ear with a light scope, and I felt this sharp piercing, and I felt very violated by my acute senses, and I looked wow. at him really ticked off, and I, I I said, what did you do? And he, he, just, he was just a jar he didn't say anything cuz he just committed a big crime
3: Fine. and
0: i stormed out of there and i went next door to the to the pharmacy and i started telling the pharmacy girls that this doctor's assistant pierced something in my ear like you know like panicking like um like what's going on here you know and um they they were just kind of dumbfounded and looked and, and kind of suspicious and it didn't look like they were going to help me so then i just stormed out of there, got in my car, and drove back home where, uh, on college campus, where I was also married, um, and she was getting her working on her uh, master's in family and child science, and at that same school, I got my bachelor's degree in wildlife science, the same year she did, in 2005, so really, it started in 2008, and it's gone up in steps, like uh, a little teeny bit of it, of harassment, and then a little bit more, and they kept bumping it up every few months uh, from, like, that summer of 2011. Um, and then that November is when that that happened where they tortured me or harassed me all night with threats um, and death threats and stuff and cooked me and stuff. And made me scared of my brother and my mom, and, and they drugged our food, and they caused us to to have great fear all of a sudden when all the years before that, there was always a lot of harmony in that home. It seemed like all the harmony and, and positive had been sucked out of it. And it felt like a satanic apocalypse because they drugged us. Um, Yeah, it was nasty. It was just so full of iniquity and fear. Yeah,
1: Now I just want to take that a little slower. That let me make sure we really got it. Mark Marcus at the time, um, you believe that uh, a medical assistant probably definitely hurt your ear when they were, um, you know, and you might have even been implanted, is that what you're saying, in two thousand? Yeah,
0: exactly. He pierced a cochlear implant. And there's so many patents on cochlear implants that make people that are deaf able to hear, and now they're making it so they can hear music the way it sounds. And this is classified stuff, though. So this stuff is, like, you've heard – some of the stuff like at DARPA is like 20 years or more in advance of what technology, uh, citizens know of. And so, you know, it's stuff like that where they already had cochlear implants that were way advanced back, back in 2008.
1: 2008 is the earliest you can remember. Definitely your cochlear. He, he hurt you uh, by examining your ear. And then, uh, Three years later, makes it 2011, uh, you know, we all know that you were a college student, you were married, and your spouse and yourself lived on campus. Then we advanced to 2011, three years later, and unfortunately, and it is unfortunately, uh, your marriage, um, you decided to dissolve with the divorce. But you had already graduated uh, college. You had a great job going on. You resided in, let me get this right, New Mexico. And the mm-hmm. company you worked for uh, wanted you to go to training in California. So uh, it was a little bit in New Mexico, but you really felt without a doubt I'm being stalked in California. Is that correct? You're some like, Someone's that? Yeah. Me. Yeah, because,
0: I mean, my car engine, it was brand new, uh, 10,000 miles rebuilt motor. Uh, mm-hmm. and I, I talked to the mechanics about it. Um, I had really tuned the carburetor on it. It was a 1990 Mazda pickup truck and it was running great. And then all of a sudden it got real heavy and <laughs> the hood oh, started shaking oh. and, and it blew a, a hole like five inches wide in the engine. So they, uh, what they did is when I went to the gas station in, um, Ashland, Arizona on the way to California. Uh, I went in to get brake fluid because for some reason my new brake fluid reservoir kept leaking. So I think they did that, too. I think they, because pan- it, it didn't leak when I first installed it. Um, Which
1: would also put your life in danger with for a uh, vehicular accident. Is that I Oh, yeah, put sure. Sure.
0: Yeah, if you run out of brake fluid, sure, that's another. I mean, they've made me come within an inch of losing my life the past six years, probably 20, 30 times, at least 20 times.
1: Time. But, and then yeah. let me make sure this is right. Well, at the time, you know, the uh, dissolvement of your marriage, you were getting ready, but you had a great job. So things were still cool, yeah. you know, training. And you, had, you actually said you come from a home of harmony. Your brother had rejoined back into the home, but you lived with your mother. Now, when they targeted you, do you feel in your heart they targeted your brother and mother as yep. well? Yep. Yeah, just so they before, took the entire um, family. The entire family. Before. Was a but
0: before he made it to New Mexico from San Diego uh, and his wife had divorced him because he went three times. And I was, I was, I, I told her, I said, man, this guy, I wouldn't blame you if you left him. Um, so because of just, and he was rude sometimes, you know, and temper mm-hmm. and um, disrespectful sometimes and just wanted to walk over people sometimes. And so I felt sorry for her and he wasn't working and she was working all the time. Uh, for a car insurance company for a long time. But anyway, he, he was, though, too, because he, was, he would steal tomatoes from a, a little grocery store owned by Mexicans. And uh, one day he was in the park all high on something. Yeah, he did a lot of drugs, too. And uh, he, uh, he he literally was suddenly surrounded by four cobra snakes.
1: Oh, my god! In a
0: park in San Diego. And he said Mexicans were out to, the Mexican mafia or something was out to kill him. And he was so scared. And then he was at the hospital and he had another panic attack and he jumped from uh, the first story, or I mean the second story, down to the first story and hurt his leg
1: or something. Do you think your brother is forced to skull? That's horrible. Do you think they are, he's electronically harassed as well? Or has he um, shared that? Do you think he's forced to skull?
0: Well, he has attention deficit and bipolar and he's been on drugs. So they would just find these little uh, vulnerabilities, but they, you know, they're pretty well networked. So I wouldn't be surprised if some of the perps communicated with each other, the ones in Cali bothering him a few times and me in New Mexico. Um, But he, yeah, he wasn't the same anymore. He just, you know, I, I talked to him in prison and he was, getting better, like he, like he would say, but then he got really sinister, uh, just before moving to my mom's and that was just after that incident in the park with the Cobra snakes and Mexicans mm-hmm. trying to kill him. And, uh, he was threatening my life like four times. And so I thought I might have to fight him and I didn't know, I mean, I was drugged too, by them slipping stuff in my food and they've done that, you know, they use like scopalamine or something like that or barbiturates or LSD.
3: Um, uh,
1: my, I, see, I can relate to that because on the onslaught with my sister and I was 2013 living in Los Angeles and we without a doubt we knew they were flipping drugs in uh, definitely in the AC heater as well as the AC in our vehicles. There was drugs. Oh, definitely because we weren't even, we were like warbly, weren't making sense. I, I don't know if that's a part of the system but a lot of us, especially at the very beginning, heavily gang stalked, heavily drugs. actually. Um, did your mother and your brother realize You know, when you're living in your family, hey, someone's trying to drug us. Did your mom notice? Did your brother notice? I think
0: they picked up on it because there was a Pepsi can on the counter uh, that same night when I was starting to get really attacked for the first time, and I was Mm -hmm. scared to drink it. I was scared someone had poisoned it, and they saw me hesitate to pick it up, and then I even said, I didn't say anything. I just walked away and didn't drink it, worried it was poisoned. So I think they, they had some similar fears as I did.
1: Um, Do you think, um, and your mother, uh, do they also, does she get hit with the D weapons as well, Marcus?
0: Oh, so, yeah, I think that whole year, I think they started putting remote surveillance on us in early 2011. Didn't mess with us that much, just here and there, just enough to kind of tilt the scales a little bit and Mm kind of tweak people's personalities and a little bit of divide and conquer uh, maybe infusing anger with directed energy weapons, and okay. so we we were all kind of angry that those. So I was back from training for four days, and that house felt like Satan had moved inside of it. And uh, they they sabotaged me in like thirty ways, thirty ways, and caused a minor accident. And I went to jail for three months, and then the charges were dropped. Um, and then after that, the targeting was every day um they were using the devices in my ear and the device in the ductwork uh, and something else too to replace words right off of the tv so it sounded like a mob was talking trash and gibberish and threatening to kill me and making horrible statements just really bad evil stuff when um you know i was trying to go to bed or in a different room but i could still hear the tv uh it's just been ridiculous. it still is. Um, I guess the cochlear implants they can uh replace the words I hear um, and they're really sadistic, scum, uh really queer um no morals um, sadistic, just like the opposite of me, you know, and they're trying to form like an anathema of me to create a bad image of me um they're they're wrong in every way. And I've always tried to be right, you know, in almost every way or even every way. So, uh, always. And I, I had a good upbringing. And, um, you know, I think they might have even killed my dad in 1989 with that causing a brain aneurysm. So, and like it says in the Bible, that they'll, wicked men will target a widow. Um, and they'll even target um, her children. So... I, I really feel like that's what's been going on too. And they, um, they make a lot of money from remote neural monitoring. Um, and, uh, I was saying it goes in steps where it got worse, but when I got out of jail, it was just terrible. Like they started doing rotten every day and they still have, um, up to this day. Uh, now
3: let's,
1: I, uh, let's go back just another step when you're in your family were first arrested beginning, without a doubt, you know, to say 2011, New Mexico. Um, when did you guys decide to move to the Midwest, Minnesota? Um, what was your main reason, hopefully, to get away from that?
0: Yeah, because uh, I, for me especially, I, I thought I just really had to move out of that state. Um, they had more members of their gang in that state, a lot more, like, I'm not sure what the percent is, but it was definitely a lot more, so getting away from that state has definitely made my life easier. And my mom's originally from Minnesota. She moved to New Mexico in 73 when well, my dad got a job at a law firm after graduating from university of uh, Minnesota. Uh, I had two older brothers, uh, and, uh, like, okay, I, we, um, my mom my mom and i I helped save her house from foreclosure like two or three times mm-hmm. um I'm more accountable financially and mm-hmm. i um like to keep the bills organized and make payments on time or or else it can snowball and and so she was uh leaning on me a little more and I was like wanting to move out of state and she kinda did um and um she really didn't like our neighborhood anymore after I got targeted, but she still doesn't even believe in, like, maybe, maybe like 10% of it or 20% of it.
1: Um, You know, it's kind of like she's... she's, Wow, so 90% she doesn't think anything happened, but there's 10% that she does feel like something.
0: Yeah, a little over 10%. It might even be like 30% because I have to bring it up sometimes. Like, I just, I can't. But then, I like, my other older brother, he's like, don't bring it up with mom. And then, like, when I talk about it, sometimes she says her stomach starts hurting. So um, I, I don't really bring it up that much at all now. I just, here and there, even the whole time since I've been targeted, I but I would bring it up about once a week because they, <laughs> they'd shoot me with direct energy weapons so much. For example, um, I'd have to sleep out in the desert uh, or in the, in the mountains for a night. And plus they were poisoning me, ruining a lot of my memory over and over and over like use neurotoxins on me about 80 times and on my mom about 10 times And now her memory is horrible and um it used to be really good we used to both could remember all these trivial things and stuff that i learned in college and her old memories she remembered and neither of us have maybe but like 15 or 20 percent of the the active memory but the passive memory when we see someone we've already seen or heard something We've already heard, we kind of remember it, but bringing it up just actively, like in the middle of a conversation without seeing it, without a cue, it's like there's nothing coming up. And um, so I, they, they've they just put me in survival mode for since they started targeting me in heavily in November of 2011. I've, I've just been in survival mode, like every day. Every now,
3: day.
1: Um, um, is it a little better in Minnesota when did you guys decide to move to Minnesota how long have you lived there in that area
0: yeah it's better you know but there's still goons up here um I've seen like five stalkers now that I've seen the same person kind of looking at me cross-eyed uh like three times one of them like five times or two of them like five times and uh they look skanky and like you said raggedy um and uh and sinister they you know they look evil like just evil sneaky um crummy crooks and uh so yeah it, there's still a strong element of it up here um but in where i was it was it was my hometown so i i kind of had more resistance to it you know what i mean
1: i do understand what you mean and it kind of uh, hurts you guys back because that's what, you know what I mean, when you were born. It was probably very hurtful. This is what my town would do to me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was so
0: horrible. I mean, it's just, uh, I, I, it's like some people are just really bad. They're just, they really are bad. They, um, mm-hmm. it's like, they like gnashing of teeth and, and backbiting and uh, uh, slandering uh, people all day long. And that—that's the type of perps that I have.
2: Now,
1: cor- uh, corrupt targeting, too. corrupted. How did they uh, sabotage? You know, blacklist your job. Did they do that? Because they do that to all of us now.
0: Yeah. Oh gosh, I—I I actually haven't applied except for one more wildlife job, and that was um, when I was sleeping on a ditch instead of our beautiful Adobe house um, because of the direct energy weapon and been poisoned and my memory was uh about half damaged so um <laughs> yeah i just uh i'm lucky i even have a car now and a roof over my head uh i i had a regular oh i had a landscaping job um from our neighbor that I was friends with and they after i sowed um grass uh, like did this huge job with the roto rooter and then got tons of hoses linked together to water it with a sprayer to establish grass on this humongous hedge around this four acres he had. And um, it was – I don't remember how many square feet. It it was a lot. And so it took, like, eight hours to water it every day um, by the hose. But once they established, they were native, so they should have not needed, like, you know, a sprinkler system. And plus, he flood-irrigated that field, so they would have took off. But um, one day I went out there after they were just about an inch tall and it was starting to green all over the hedge. The next day, 90% of it was gone. Like overnight,
3: 90%
0: of it was gone. And so I just thought the most horrible thing happened.
1: Very terrible. Very terrible. Um, Marcus, did you feel like um, before this you were sociable, active,
2: hobbies, et Oh,
0: very much. Uh, my mom and I, we'd like to go hear music and had all kinds of friends, uh, had a big family on both sides of my family. Um, had, you know, would go out to clubs and stuff or go to church, uh, go to the movies, go hear live music, um, go play sports, you know, maybe even join like a, a men's soccer team. Um, I was a really good piano player i wrote like 20 tapes uh when i was in college even though i wasn't majoring in music uh so and i've always had at least a few friends to go do something with if i was bored but since being targeted it's been like the opposite
1: um and i'm just gonna just you know you don't have to answer but a curiosity a a step forward um has this hindered you romantically would you like to Marry again, have children. I believe you're quite oh, young.
0: They, I mean, yes, that's all they do is hinder me. They're, they're um, able to blank my memory now with the implant they put in me in 2014 uh, at a hospital. I won't say which one. Um, okay. And it mobily made its way from the needle where they did a, a lead draw, uh, mm-hmm. I mean a lead screen, because on New Year's Eve I thought I got lead poisoned, and they were using V2K to tell me I got lead poisoned. So they set it up so they knew I would go to that stupid hospital. I never should have went back to that stupid hospital. They they grossly neglected me in 2012 after I was poisoned by a thing like paint thinner and I was going to try and sue them for gross medical neglect. And I went back there actually while I was looking for a lawyer to sue them, which was probably really stupid, but it was the only hospital in my insurance and I didn't want to lose more brain cells. I thought they're obligated to help me this time. And if they help me, you know, maybe it'll, make me not as angry to sue them but it, it didn't work out that way at all they they actually wanted to uh oppress me way more with the device that they injected in the lead screening needle syringe that uh took about two weeks to make it to my spinal cord and the first week in its travel it got stuck in my arm's artery and my blood pressure dropped so much i almost died and uh yeah and it. Oh, they stuck me in a mental ward right after that blood draw. After I was, because they were backstabbing me, some of the nurses and the technicians, um, and they were taking forever. They were lying. They they said I'd be out in an hour, and I was there for three hours. Uh, and so they were just testing me to to find a way to put me in the. And I I messed up by telling one of these corrupt employees that I'd heard voices from our duct work at our house but nowhere else ever, anytime my whole life. And it had only been going on for five years and had been 20 different people's voices. That's all I said. And they stuck me in the mental ward for three weeks. Three weeks. Three weeks. Um, and when I got back, I was living in the garage then instead of my bedroom because of the, duck, the, the bug in the ductwork was shooting me in my bed, in my bedroom every night. So I was sleeping in the garage. When I got back, they put a device under the foundation that had direct energy weapon, and I think. Oh, and then one in the awning up above and, and poisoned my supplements. So I got heavily poisoned again, like the less than that I took, whereas it always helped my nervous system. All of a sudden I could barely walk, talk, or think again. And this was like the third time that I'd been heavily poisoned. And um, they, they would use like methanol alcohol, which killed millions to billions of brain cells. But the oh only thing that will the only thing that will neutralize it is ethanol, alcohol like wine, beer and hard liquor. So, and I was like broke. The only thing I had after that was, uh, my quarter collection when, when they came out with a quarter for each state, um, I collected every state from when they started doing that. And in this binder, I went and used that money to go buy like a couple of 24 ounce cans of, uh, like Budweiser or something like that. And then I started feeling better immediately. Like it was neutralizing the poison in my body.
1: That's a good idea. I didn't know that.
0: Um, That's what they administer to ER. If you're poisoned with methanol alcohol, like I had been the first time they neglected me, all they would have had to do was administer ethanol alcohol and I would have saved billions of brain cells. I was at 50% for a year after that in my memory and my energy level and my strength. And I'm still got some permanent damage from that but that's what they do i've read journal articles that's what every er administers for someone poisoned with methanol alcohol and they blew me off as being schizophrenic even though i'd never been diagnosed with schizo he said you're just paranoid even though i was white in the face from being poisoned my pupils were hugely dilated i couldn't think walk or talk very well i was all slumped over i hate that doctor he's like a cockroach and then he sent me out with a ham sandwich. Said we got patients we got to see. And oh, I told him I thought I was poisoned. And that was the first time I was real heavily poisoned that I knew of. Um, and I was the heaviest ever. And he uh, he said, well, we're we're gonna draw your blood then. And all he checked it for was if I had sugar diabetes. And I know I never had sugar diabetes. So he was just a punk all around. Um, but then yeah, what, and then I've seen like. Four other people in in my hometown of Albuquerque that looked like they were showing symptoms of having a uh, device in their spinal cord that can uh, sense what nerve activity is going on all through the body and also stimulate it and actually, like, jolt it, like, send electrical jolts through the body at one specific targeted part of the body. And they've done this to me over a million times. So, yeah, in a lot of ways, I am, like, slaved. Um, and they're trying to entrain me and stuff, but they're just disgusting people, all of them, and they're going to go to hell.
1: Oh, I do believe that is. Now, with your voice, uh, your V2K, do they talk to you constantly or do they give you rest? Do they Not all the time.
0: They'll lay off for um, a couple hours, but sometimes even when I'm walking my dog around the lake, They'll start nerve pulsing me with the device and so my spinal cord screwing up my my gait, so my stride. So my leg, like one of them starts to gimp out or limp kind of. It's just out of sync. Um, and, yeah, and then they'll be hitting me with just disgusting V2K, like a younger guy and an older guy. Um, just horrible. They, they'll say, you hit your mom. Or, no, they'll say, I hit my mom. That's what they say. To make it look like I'm thinking, this the the phrase I hit my mom. They'll say I killed my mom. They'll say I beat my mom. They'll say I took my. They they say this um, hundreds of times a day on on most days. So they're they're the most hideous, revile, scum, worst people ever in the world targeting me.
1: What do you miss in these past uh, six years, Marcus? Once you realize you were well, targeted. What was do you ask? really miss the most?
0: Oh, your I, I miss my career. That It was so
1: wonderful it was
0: doing bird surveys and plant surveys all over the the riparian forests in the southwest and the mountains and the desert areas. Um, then the desert tortoise jobs were really awesome. It, uh, and the making money and then um, like going to church on Sunday and And, you know, spreading God's grace to people, but yet also looking for uh, another significant other, because my one only wife divorced me over just prejudice on her mom's part, pretty much, and because we had personal differences, like, she was, like, real introverted, and I was more of an extrovert, and, like, my mom and I would like to go hear live music a lot, and she kind of liked that, and that's another thing I really miss, go hear some live blues music, and... They were, like, blues and rock, most of the artists in Albuquerque. We knew, my mom knew, like, like well over half the blues artists, well, like, friends. And I knew, like, about a quarter of them as friends.
1: Did you think that this targeting had something to do with uh, creating division in your marriage, if you look back on it? Do you think it was present?
0: Well, she left me with this guy that was chasing a Darth Vader balloon, And her parent, her mom was pretty dark. Like when my ex would, she would, uh, like completely try to cut off all ties with her family sometimes because she hated them so much, but yet they had a lot of money and, um, they, I don't know, her mom could get in her head sometimes pretty well at manipulating and divide and conquer. And she said that about her parents. They, her mom was very much into divide and conquer to get power over people in her family, and so she divided me she obligated her to leave me uh and so she did and I was just not as um attracted to her anymore because she had this nasty uh temper issue and because she was she would just cut me off too and she would dump her old best friends like just you know kick them to the kick them to the sidewalk as that whole thing goes so wow. Uh, we haven't talked at all since she suddenly divorced me with another guy that was chasing the Darth Vader balloon.
1: So was chasing the Darth Vader balloon, like a balloon you blow up.
0: A hot air balloon. They do do rides. You put like five people in the basket and float like thousands of feet up in the air over the over the city of Albuquerque, over the valley, and uh, they're a lot of fun. And Albuquerque Balloon Fiesta is a lot of fun. I miss that. Um, they have like hundreds and hundreds of hot air balloons from all over the world. And people will chase because when the balloon lands you gotta have people to make sure it's a safe landing and to help put the balloon away and the hot air balloons, as you know, they're enormous.
3: And it oh takes like
0: five to ten people to and the dark Vader balloon was really, really big, special shaped balloon from Belgium. So I just I don't know, maybe it was just a a spiritual sign, you know, that something dark kind of took her away because she was majoring in family and child science. And I thought we could, like, meditate or mediate our problems,
2: our differences,
0: mm-hmm. and resolve them. But she didn't like to do it. It was so weird. She wouldn't even talk to me about our differences or problems in our relationship. She would just throw a temper tantrum. So how how the heck does she have a Ph.D. now? It's so weird.
1: As um, you look back on it, do you think your ex-wife was a post?
0: No, I think she was stalked a little bit. Um, she was a city in Texas that has some characters in it. And I think just here and there, I think she probably did hear some voices from, uh, you know, uh, there's so many different types of voice to skull technologies. They've been around since at least the early 70s or late, no, early 60s. I take that back. Patents or unclassified patents from the early 60s. But the goon using it, I think they had it since I heard they experimented with the radio going through the mind to plant a message into the mind, like, around the first decade that the radio was first invented. And that was, like, in the real early 1900s. So that technology is all really advanced now. It's almost like old old school to them now.
1: And um, I'm curious how, with voice of V2K, they're able to get it. I call it the street level. You know, how it comes out into our uh, around the U.S. in our community. Or workplaces. I, I I wonder how they hook us up. You know what I'm saying? In essence.
0: Well, I think it's transmitters. I got a degree in wildlife science, and we would use radio transmitters, all kinds of them, to measure all kinds of vital signs. Um, and you can you can um, build a transmitter if you're like a smart scientist to also um, send data to the subject, not just receive data from the subject. And so. The ones I dealt with, they were just mostly receiving data, like the location of the animal that had a radio collar on it. So you could see where it was, but we were using uh, things like handheld antennas to find out where the transmitter was and they can only pick it up within like a five mile or 10 mile radius. The ones the perps have, um, they don't have to carry a big dorky antenna around with them to see where the transmitter's located. Uh, and they can see where it's located halfway around the world. So they're using really like satellite. And one of the courses techniques of wildlife management, the professor was kind of old, but he was saying that the area of satellite telemetry was really expanding, like at a fast rate, and that one day it was just going to be used, that wildlife scientists would just pretty much use that for tracking animals.
1: And do you think that, um, because when you are moved from New Mexico, the state of New Mexico to Minnesota, did you constantly hear your voice go, even as you guys were relocating? Did you hear it? It never stopped? It's kind of like a pressure
0: um, inside my head, like a, a new force or like some back thought. It's kind of like pillaging through my mind, and it's real negative, and it feels like someone grinding is doing it to me. And they're subtly, real subtly planning thoughts in my head. And they still do that most of the time. And then, you know, some of the time they use the explicit V2K, I would say about four hours a day where you can just make out the word they said, and they're all lies, they're all insults, they're all just like (laughs) revile and hideous words. They're just psychopathic sickos and they're putting devices on thousands of people in New Mexico. I, I bet since 2010 um it's probably like quadrupled at least how many people were slipped implants in their body and in their proper or in their property you see they can do it either way but i think the implants in the body are worse because they they get a much closer look at what a person's thinking um how they're how they behave and so yeah i think implants are way more sinister than uh transmitters just in the property.
1: Oh, I, I think of uh all of our targeting, I believe voices call is the most heinous because you can never really escape them, the voices. You know what I'm saying? You can't shut no. the door or you know I don't know how no. I don't know personally how my sister lives with it and she describes it almost like when I said here she goes, No, I don't hear them like I hear you talking. It's more of a sensing. she feels like it's on her sensing panel.
0: Um, it's terrorism and we've hit a huge wall in this country and it's sad that the military industrial complex or the shadow government combined plus the mafia are all kind of joining forces and totally keeping this thing hidden under the rug and make, making, but yet there's more awareness raised about it every day. I think since 2010 uh, or earlier, more and more of the population has Started to figure it out that they're being watched and maybe manipulated with, and being sent updates through their TV, um, being updated through their TVs. So uh, it's pretty sad. This group—they, I heard yesterday—they've been around about a hundred years, and they wanted to just pretty much control the population um, and use uh, a, a plethora, a wide variety of. Of tactics, and they've administered them really well. Um, they're very uh, strategized.
3: I and they're very they're covert.
1: Convert. Yes, they are. And they're very infiltrated. They've got people everywhere, high yep. places as the, in our government, White House, as well as laymen, all the way down. From top to bottom. Yeah.
0: Like the White House, how they have that metal uh, scaffolding around it now, around the the what What is that called? The main office of the president? The
1: Oval uh, Office. Oval Office, uh-huh.
0: Yeah, it has metal scaffolding around it like a Faraday cage, and that's been up, I, I noticed it about three or four years ago. I was like, whoa, good idea, Mr. President.
1: <laughs> oh, yes, I, I'm sure they would love to, you know, <laughs> to, to surveil that. Surveillance is everywhere. But it's
0: a wealth, it's the elite uh it really is. I keep hearing that over and over, and different ways of telling it that it all pretty much makes sense uh and they're oppressing the middle class more, and the poor are getting poorer um and they're they're the way they just keep making more money um and oh it's just oh, i just it's i since they damaged my memory so much, I can't even articulate that well about it right now. <laughs>
1: Uh, that's right, because earlier, Marcus, when you were talking, you said they make uh, a lot of money in remote neural monitoring. Is that from yes. selling the data, or how do they make the money?
0: Yeah, they uh, they could go to another country with the data and um, mm-hmm. totally lie about it and act like uh, the person did it consensually, um, like accepted an implant or remote neural monitoring, uh, mm-hmm. or just uh, one, one facet of the data they can pull from it and that you wouldn't even know because it's just numbers and figures crunched together to find some new giant formula or equation and so that type of research on the brain can pay off a lot Um, like journal article when you read a journal article by a brain specialist you got to kind of TIs I think most will scratch their head if this might have been information uh, dealt from uh remote neural monitoring non-consensually on subjects oh and the other the other one is just that the criminal ring is humongous and uh terrorists have been around since mankind pretty much has existed and so this ring i think they pay each other too and they find loopholes they each find some of their own loopholes to make money from it uh So they pay each other too for the research and they keep building a bigger supercomputer. And you know, it's like a giant beast, like from the book of revelations, there's, there'll be a giant sea creature that will control everyone and they will still be in awe in it, even though it suffered a great wound to one of its seven heads. So I'm like, well, I hope I'm the guy that can at least deliver that big old wound to one of the seven beast heads.
1: Do you think that the Do you think that the wound uh has been administered yet, or is coming up soon? I think
0: like the whole TI community are putting it there the most. I really do, and I think that's where we are. Um, you know, that's uh, I think it's it's started. There's definitely some scratches, but I don't know if it's deep enough to go below the surface um, because we're still getting the fleck from. 90% of the doctors, uh, when we complain about our symptoms and the law enforcement, it's like 90 over 90% of the time they won't help. They won't even make a report when you need to have a police report made of the crimes that the TIs complain about. I made a police report twice with poison supplements right in front of them. I said, would you have these tested? And they're just like, just talking around me like so shallow, just like, oh, no, these are good supplements. I'm sure you're fine. I'm like, what a, you know what.
1: Did you feel that they were definitely uh, in collusion with this program? Because I do sometimes, that they know very yeah, well what's there, going
0: on. There's so many ways of the, that they collude people. Like, you know, you have complicit, you have patsies, you got um, members, you have the brainwashed, you have the sheeple. But There's just all kinds of ways that they're, brainwashing
1: law enforcement and doctors. And there's, of course, uh, there's those that are in collusion because they can make a lot of money as well. Uh, except this program, why it's kept a secret, I think the uh, enticement of money. money.
0: Yeah, and they, they, they're brainwashed to think they're showing respect for the secret technology that's supposed to be uh, military classified for fighting terrorism but they don't know that it's actually the worst form of terrorism in the world ever. They don't, it's like they're, and then so they they don't want to also, they don't want to bring the possibility of their own um, lives, you know, losing part of their own privacy or freedom from uh, helping a whistleblower, you know? Yeah. Whistleblowers throughout humanity have also had a hard time getting help from other
1: people. It's because they're whistleblowers, in fact. This is awful. This is awful. Uh, do you have any um, high hopes that this program that we're all subjected to will be exposed? Still at this stage in your life, do you feel hopeful?
0: I do. Uh, the most I've felt in a while because on Thursday I went to another neurologist and finally I came from this, is like, the fifth one I've seen. And this time, I came prepared with a three-page paper about over 20 different kinds of uh, uncontrolled movements they cause in my body hundreds to thousands of times a day, whereas before um, January of 2014, I always had masterful control and awareness of all my body's movements, and I only had uncontrolled movements once to 10 times a month. Now, it's hundreds to thousands of times a day. totally random ones like just they feel like rude like someone's prodding a specific group of nerves in my body and he really liked it he's going to run all these tests on me now and mris and CT scan uh, and a eeg i mean and um a neuropsychological analysis so i have four appointments the next two months But the thing is, I really want them to look at the middle of my spinal cord, in the middle of my back, because that's where this little bugger is located that is like totally a device used by really wicked men and women. Over 20 operators have used it to cause uncontrolled movements, uh, you know, rape um, and uh, assault, and hindering me all, all the time, my memory or my movements, my memory or my movements, or what I'm thinking, or what I'm hearing. What am I hearing too they they hinder they they alter that it, it, very adversarial in an adversarial way
1: um, now, do you feel sometimes when they're threatening you that they're threat they will carry them out?
0: I did at first, not anymore. Um, They've threatened to kill me about ten thousand times because all they have to do is push a button from anywhere around the world and start making threats at me if they want to. They like to bully people, but um, they're not really that tough, uh, and they don't follow up. All they do is lie. So if they threaten to kill me for the 10,000th time and I'm still alive and all they do is lie, then no, I'm not even scared anymore if they actually (laughs) were actually going to send someone to kill me, you know. But, yeah, the first couple years I really was scared. I thought they really were. Like I would be scared to go outside the house. I thought they'd have a guy with a sniper rifle going to, blow my head off when I went outside my in my backyard
1: now that you're in Minnesota I do it's very frightening because they're they're you know we're threatened like that and we're isolated that's to me it increases the fear are you still stalked by um, people in Minnesota like you
3: say
0: some some of the main grunt dogs of the gang of stalkers targeting me moved up here and they they've broken into our property numerous times so i had to get really good surveillance in my door i just installed a new motion detector program on a new phone i had to buy today uh because i need i need two phones for surveillance because if one fails then like it has when they turned it off um then i have a backup so you know there's like a 99.99 percent chance that both of them won't fail you know but if you just have one then the the probability that the possibility that one could could stop working is a lot is a lot stronger so to be sure no one's coming in my house when we're gone again for like the hundredth time um i have two cameras now
1: that's good that is good and do you feel apprehensive a little bit by getting close to people you're targeting or are you starved for friendship
0: no but they they screw up like my hip they start nerve pulsing my hip when i'm walking past someone or when i'm standing next to someone they they do all these other uncontrolled subtle uncontrolled movements v2k uh you know and I, so i try not to be apprehensive but i am apprehensive towards the perpetrators remotely controlling attacks on my body and my mind
1: of course. Now, Marcus, you're quite young. Are they attempting sometimes to lure you into something with a honey trap?
0: Well, they're like That's human the sex traffickers. The only thing they would allow for me to be a member or something would be to be a criminal and or, or a sex slave. Literally, like getting raped by men all day. Uh, they're sick. I mean, they're here, just...
1: Here. Do you feel your rape, your sexual violations are committed by men or women or what do you, can you just tell? Well, yeah, uh,
0: when I first had the device in my spinal cord, I would start cussing out the women either in my mind, you know, like thought to self words that were remotely raping me, like forcing me to have erections, you know. And if I'm not watching everything around my property, they're going to break in and poison my food again and then I'll be a vegetable. So, yeah, I was really pissed and then they were defamating me all over where I grew up, totally saying inflammatory libel about me, uh, on lies and a setup when they framed me that time when I went to jail for three months, but then the charges were dropped over a minor accident, uh, with my brother. Um, so I, I got, I really got a raw deal from them and so I would cuss out the women and I was worried that they might get men to to remotely rape me instead of women, Mm -hmm. um, and sure enough they did because I just kept cussing out the women and I cussed out the men even more. But they just wore me down so much that now I just, like, like 90% of the time, I'll just try to ignore all of it. No matter how much attack they put on my body, I just try to ignore uh-huh. all of it.
1: And then, but so far, yeah, they're not trying to uh, throw something at you for companionship. You know how we call them the hunt pots I have noticed they'll really do that with the hunter <laughs> Try to, so you won't A
0: couple. So long, so
3: uh, long well,
0: Minnesota's, Minnesota Minnesota's nice. Their people up here nicer. Uh, There's more people up here than New Mexico. I wouldn't bump into as many people, uh, like the opposite sex. So um, they never did in New Mexico. They did with my brother. They set him up with a girl that was a heroin addict and had hepatitis C, and she gave him both and got him hooked on heroin.
1: Oh, horrible.
0: Yeah, and then they set him up with the stripper girl that uh, lied about him, and he's been in prison now for four years.
1: Oh, my God. They do, he that. Almost got killed. do that.
0: He almost got killed two weeks ago. They stabbed him in the chest, and the knife came an inch from his heart and punctured his lung. So and oh that's my. the same guy that was trying to take my bedroom when I got back because I said, well, when you get out of prison, bro, I think we're going to set you up a nice pad in the garage. I mean, it was this huge garage with plenty of ventilation attached to a studio, um, tons of shelves. Like, I lived in there for months. Um, but he that pissed him off, I guess, obviously. He started making these uh, subtle death threats at me. Like, he said he was going to bury me under a slab of concrete. And he said that twice to me, and he said he was going to kill my dog. Um, when I was on the phone with him driving a U-Haul truck back from my job training with my uh, truck that they had destroyed the engine with a, blowing a rod um, towed on the back of the U-Haul truck, I had to get taxis. I had to get rental cars. It cost me a fortune, and this was all during critical job training. And then when I was supposed to take, they said I did really good on the field test, so I was I was gonna be hired again for a year, and it was a really good paying job. And then all that shit started when I got back home.
1: It and and ruined a, my life. Ruined it, my I about to say, did it interfere with you trying to function to do your job?
2: Uh,
0: yeah, like. A couple times, it, it felt like something kept stabbing my my thigh muscle when I was doing desert tortoise surveys at, at this big, huge construction site where they were repairing a giant gas line from one part of the state all the way to the other. Um, and the endangered desert tortoise, we would, we would make sure that the heavy equipment wouldn't crush it. Um, they, yeah, they were they were subtly uh, starting to lay into me and it was at that time, they they really didn't want me to have a good job because then I could get myself out of being a targeted individual. As we all know, some have made it out.
1: Do you think half of the targeted individuals make it out because they have monetary means? Is that what you're saying, the key we need is money?
0: Yeah, I do. Like, if I had a million bucks and I was trying to sue that hospital, like, I could sue them for $150 million to get honest, for me and my family, the damages they caused to us and all our property um, and our health, uh, we could get $150 million because me and my mom's memories were 20 times better six years ago than they are today, and this hospital was behind a big chunk of it. A now, big this chunk hospital, of
1: it. we don't need to know the name, of course not, but was it the hospital then where you were from, New Mexico, or where you are now, Minnesota?
0: No, no, New Mexico. I only moved up here in October of 2015 with my mom after we sold her house that was almost going to go into foreclosure. So we lucked out. We found some buyers. Oh, I hope they're not screwing around with the new buyers because they had devices all over that house by the time we moved out.
3: Well,
1: it seems like they just pick up when one owner leaves to the new one. I really do feel all the houses are lined up with surveillance. Now, you use this term, like you said, uh Te- it's played by technocrats, and I did look up technocrat, and that was a, uh, an expert of technology. Um, are they pleased oh, yeah. with doing what they do, these technocrats? Are they what? Are they pleased with torturing us? Have you ever met any of them, Marcus, or seen them? Oh, yeah. Far we, away? Cause we
0: had – our house in Albuquerque was big. It was a two-story, 3,200 square feet with the upstairs in the studio – and we'd rent out the studio and the upstairs. We'd make $1,000 a month. And so that's how we didn't go into foreclosure because they kept me unemployed. They made my mom unemployable pretty much because her memory so much worse. Before that, she was a caregiver. And her, care, her boss fired her because her memory got so bad, so addled. She was losing, she was losing it. So, so, yeah, they've really hurt our employability too, our functional, our, our functional abilities. Um, our resources, our you know, um our reputation too. Um, I still managed to get a job, but it's not. It's it's a lot more difficult now. I I really I'm waiting on the results of these tests from the neurologist. Hopefully, I can pick up that device in my spinal cord and blow the whole thing open and save the world.
1: That was wonderful. That would be a blessing. That would be a blessing. Now, do you feel sometimes? I know you you will call into some of my calls now that you're your mother and yourself are medically challenged, you know, memory issues and such. Do you feel that, uh, you two are victims to the illegal alien mafia? Do you think that you feel... Yep, because, med- uh,
0: in that, the, the characters, the accents, um, they, they all fit that, you know, they don't speak good English, uh, most of them. Uh, some of them are really smart, though, like some of the doctors I dealt with that were perps were really smart. Even though I was smarter than them before I got targeted, uh, you know, cause they're such schmucks. Um, uh-huh. but, uh, the, yeah, they, and then the, the one who's the, the, the power broker, the, who, the billionaire or the, the congressman or the governor that's doing it, uh, that's paying for these experiments like MKUltra. They're, um, they're smart people. Obviously they have this huge strategy of targeting thousands, uh-huh. maybe millions of people, uh, up to, I think at the most is like, five hundred thousand people are targeted to one degree or another. I'm targeted to a really high degree. Like, like I said, they've put me within an inch of losing my life about twenty times. You feel so, certain? Do you feel
1: certain, Marcus, that they want you
0: dead? Um, well, you know, if you tell people that, then they think you're paranoid. Um it's a, well, it okay, it,
1: can, You're right, we can word it another way. If you have a high suspicion that some they want to end your life. So that way.
0: Well, I they get so they're so they're really hot heads, really hot heads, really violent, revile and sadistic people that put like to put people on the abuse table, like to some of them put children on the pedophile table. Um so I'm, I'm still their experiment. Uh, they're still just making the walls close in a little bit more every day till I die, you know. Um, but they're not going to use an assassin. That makes way too much noise. That'll be on the news.
2: They'll be like,
0: why did, why did he get assassinated? You know, that would make the news.
1: Oh, okay. Well, and we know a lot of the, the media, MSM, is very uh, infiltrated too, you know. They report on. <laughs> What the elites yeah, want to report the on the
0: mainstream. Uh, some of them, uh,
1: yeah.
0: some of them are even perps, but not really. They're just complicit. They're not really a perp. You know what I mean? They know that some of the crap they're doing, the illegal spying on people, uh, and, you know, the illegal remote neuronal monitoring on people, because they get the benefit of getting remote neuronal monitoring. Like Kevin Christian, he was like me. My first couple of years of being targeted, I really wanted to see it. I wanted to see what it looked like inside of someone's head. In another person's mind, how it glows and the colors and the thoughts and the words and the choice of words they use and how they choose their words. But now I'm just disgusted by all of it, the way it's been abused horrifically.
1: It's hard to find even an area that any of us would find this cool, you know what I'm saying?
0: Um, there's a lot of people. There's, you know, there's good people and bad people. And sadly, this technology fell into mostly bad people's hands. So they find other bad people. They won't tell. You know, first thing they got to check, you're not a tattletale, right? If, even if you see us conduct some heinous crime, you're not going to tattletale because we might even kill you. So, yeah, it doesn't get out much. At
1: this juncture right now in your life, Marcus, you have the choices, what they would want you to do right now. Hibernate, stay in the house, only go out when you have to, and suffer at their hands. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. By a button. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's about it. Buy a button. And yet, your tenacity that no, is that what they're trying to break your will?
0: Yeah, they've been doing that, like conditioning, conditioning, conditioning. Remote rape condition, and it, I'm not being conditioned though. I'm just totally, yeah, resilient, um, disgusted, repulsed, um, taken aback, um, abhorred. Uh, you know, like every word in in a thesaurus uh, about
1: revile people, they seem to fit that category somewhere. Well, oh, yes, they are. They're of society, I will tell you that. Well, um, is there anything Kevin knew, uh at this time? Because I know Kevin, when we had him prior, he would talk about – now, he made that distinction. He is mainly remote neuromonitoring. He wasn't voice-to-skull. Now, Marcus, are you like my sister Lillian? You have both remote neuromonitoring and voice-to-skull.
0: Well, that's how they use voice-to-skull is because they're remotely – like every thought-to-self word, even before the implant in my back – they uh-huh. caught about 60, 70% of my thoughts, self words, and would mock me about them or set up sabotages um, or try to make me look like I'm thinking something I'm not to try to paint a bad image of me to other people who have remote neuronal monitoring. Because there are a lot of people that have it now, and none of them are telling about it. I mean, a lot of celebrities have it. Uh, teachers at elementary schools, both schools, bordering our property, had it. They could use, look at it when the perps picked the right time to, to look at me and then they would chop out images of what they were monitoring me because I would call them out on their crime and their lies. So they would selectively pick what other people could see me thinking on a huge monitor or a headset. Um, uh, Gosh, I I know a lot about, you know, that's all it is. But That's their whole game, uh, okay? That's what every TI has is remote neuronal monitoring. Oh
1: wait, wait a minute. Every TI has remote neural monitoring. Even us that yes. don't hear anything, we still it's still there. Is that correct?
0: Yeah, yeah. Every uh, I would say over half the population has been scanned by remote neural monitoring, and targets are just scanned twenty four seven, and also hit with V two K or direct energy weapons. So there's a big divide, of difference between. Average citizens that are just scanned and don't know it and are remotely manipulated here and there
3: and shaped up,
0: you know, conformed uh, like sheeple. And then the TIs, you know, we're, we're gonna just get we're on the front line against this um, abomination.
1: You ain't lying. Um, to enslave us, make us their slaves, and after we're enslaved, Marcus, do you have any ideal? What is to become of us, or what would be our duties if they're trying to enslave us? What do they want from accepting enslavement? Um,
0: it doesn't matter to me because if I was in the same room with one of them, I would just kill them. I mean, one of the perps that have been remotely torturing and raping me, uh, like, I, I recognize their voice and their tactics, and that they're the ones that have committed millions of crimes against me and my mom and school children. And, other citizens and, and just ruin this country almost. Um, I couldn't be in a room with them more than five minutes. So, in that sense of the slave, uh, it just wouldn't happen with me because I just, I mean, even if I'm a vegetable, then how, <laughs> if, that, if that's what they tried to make me a vegetable several times with poisoning me, so
1: you, you can't enslave a vegetable.
3: No, you can't.
1: No, you really can't. Uh, well, Marcus, is there anything else you'd like to share with us, or do you have time to take some questions and answers at this time? Um,
0: let, I have a – well, okay, last night on the, this guy, Devin Devine, he uh-huh. posted on um, Target Individuals Worldwide Group or International, a really good – he has a um, coalition uh, that he just formed and he asked all the, the subject on this one 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 part of his of this really cool website he has um mm-hmm. is um for um people to say the things that they've heard with d e w right you know d e w and the, I wrote down a list of like fifty of the most most used words that they used, and they weren't nice you know they're really disgusting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have a journal with thousands of other silly, nasty words they used at me um, but I wrote a list of that down and then I have a list of the uncontrolled movements when I went to go see my doctor and I put it oh yeah, it's right here so I mean, if you want to know the different types of uncontrolled movements like shoulder pop, up Elbow pops up less than a millimeter, hand twitches up or down. Um, I wrote down like twenty of the main ones, so
2: you guys well, want
1: why don't, sure, why don't you share right now now give us the name of where you this uh your friend now has a website. do you wanna tell us about the name of the website? So can write it down?
0: Yeah, let me look real quick. I just gotta uh go on um on um my Facebook page. And I'll – or no, I, I just need to go to my Internet browser and find the link because I, I bookmarked that link. So, yeah, I'm sorry I didn't already write it down. Um, it's been kind of hectic, uh, and I was up pretty late last night again. They screw up my oh. my sleeping patterns, really royally screw, oh, screw up yeah. my sleeping patterns.
1: They can do it um, so much where you're tired and they won't allow you to go to sleep. Have you experienced that? I am really tired, but they won't let me go to sleep.
0: Yeah, hundreds of times. Thankfully, they only did it um, one night in a row. Uh, They'd always at least give me one hour of sleep the next night, and then the night after that, they'd let me sleep like eight hours. So I I don't know. If they kept me awake all night, torturing me for three nights, you know, if they had done that, um, I don't know. You know, how would I, what would I have been? Just like a puddle of mush times 10 instead of just a puddle of mush?
1: I think, I think, yeah, and I think again, I think that's one of the things they do, you know, for their purpose to enslave, to make us enslaved. It's, you know, deprivation. Absolutely. If they say, it'll make it. It'll make it easier to be mind control. You know, when you don't have enough sleep. Yeah,
0: they neutralize us.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the game.
0: They they, I, they, sabotage, they plant their devices. They, they set up a plan. They spy on you first for a few months or a year or five years. And then they, they don't like you, then they're going to start targeting you. And to do that, they're going to sabotage you to, not, to, neutral, to isolate and neutralize you, and, you know, and not in any specific order.
1: Uh, that's about it. And I know people uh, ask that question all the time, why me, why me? Well, we're probably all of us, or at least half the population, were quietly watched. So there could be, uh, I don't know, maybe they just don't like our looks. I don't know. But they make that decision after all. yes, well, you know, covertly yet overtly to us, target you. And that's when our targeting campaign begins.
2: Well, it's over
0: sometimes, but that's only around other complicit or children. You know, children don't know what's going on. They don't know these silly games that these adults are playing, you know, and going in their head, uh, to manipulate their thinking. If if okay, also when they would remotely molest children at these grade schools next to me, I, I kept think it just boiled my blood out, think when the day's over they probably have devices in that child's bedroom or or under their school desk, um, or in the ceiling over their school desk, and they, they they can, like, remotely delete some of their memories. So if they screw up, they might try and remotely delete the memory that that child has so that they won't tell their parents, and they'll keep them at that school, that dirty school.
1: That's, that's what they'll do. That's that's really what they'll try to do. Sick. Yeah.
0: It's so sick.
1: It's a... It's a loss of life, what we're put into. and Absolutely. then uh, You know what I mean? And then as you uh, speak of it, although, you know, the bombardment of uh, the voices they can do, but uh, what you've expressed tonight, Marcus, just like Kevin that we had uh, about a month or so ago, uh, this remote neuromonitoring is so evasive, they, they're turning us, in essence, into a, a walking camcorder. They see what our eyes see. And that is, wow, because they can't interpret with what we look at, listen to or like.
0: Yeah, looking out my eyes too. They they see um I was, like three years ago and I was just tripping out still on what the hell it was, the program. I'd be reading a book, you know, in one part of the house where they couldn't hit me with directed energy weapons. Mm-hmm. Um, in the corner on the floor, on the cold tile floor. Just reading this book I picked up, it was about Russian spies and it was a fictional it's a pretty cool book um i think it's like 10 years old um and as i'm reading it they start telling me the words that i haven't even started to read but was just about to read i said how the hell do they see it i'm hidden in this part of the house where they don't have um that device that has it um you know or they they don't have like a video camera over my book uh the ceiling was really high um I was like, how are they doing that? Well, okay, so I also remembered, like, the cochlear thing I forgot about for years. I was really pissed off the first three or four days and I thought about it, you know, about once a month. Like, what did he put in my ear, in my cochlea? Is he spying on me with it? Is he uh, extracting data on physiological processes in my body or attacking my body? But then I, it just all, and then after they poisoned me, um, I forgot almost all of it. And... I also, um, they, when I was, one night my mom was at a friend's, or she was on vacation and my dog was in the pound because he'd wander off. He, he was a, a roamer, this really cool dog I had. So I was all by myself. I had like three or four beers. I fell asleep. And then uh, I wake up for just a few seconds with three big old ugly Hispanic guys standing around my bedroom and there was a tube over my mouth, like what an anesthesiologist uses, and they they said like three things, they said, uh, you have a nice bedroom, and I like my, my eyeballs opened up a little more, and that thing was still in my mouth, and then they said, don't do anything or we'll kill you, and then the next second, I was knocked out, and then the next morning, both of my eyeballs were really sore, I could barely open my eyelids, and it felt like something had happened in my eyes, and so what they did, I'm like 90% sure, is they went around my eyeball and attached transmitters with electroencephalograph onto my optic nerve so they could see through my
2: eyeballs. So I got a buttload of devices in my body. (laughs) Hello. Hi, Marcus. Did that happen
1: yes. with wake, waking up seeing those men over your bed? Did that occur in New Mexico as well?
0: That was in 2011. Before I was heavily targeted, that was around July of 2011. They also poisoned me in July of 2011. They made me a little bit stupider. Uh, they did something in one of my drinks, and they they pick locks so fast. Um, they they picked our locks to all of my cars, all the most of the doors in our house, my apartment, my mailbox, everything. So, um, they it was easy. They just they knew I was sleeping better or heavier because I had four beers. They didn't screw with out, screw with me at all. They didn't think I'd wake up at all, but I mm-hmm. did because I was a lot stronger back then and more aware of my immediate environment. I was a real observant person from my college degree in wildlife science, we have to observe everything in nature going on, every bird, every little bird call, you know, every little scratch in the leaves, if it's an insect or if it's a rodent. Um, you've got to observe what kind of water body it is, what kind of tree it is. So that's what my college degree training is, is to be observant and tell uh, natural occurrences apart from unnatural occurrences. So I think my body just was so educated when they thought that I was deep asleep, and I probably was, and they put that anesthesia on me, I'd be out and I would never know that they came in my room and went past my eyeballs with a pair of tweezers or whatever they used, um, and slipped the device on me, but I woke up because I was so aware of my environment.
1: When you look at your eyes right now, can you see the device devices, I guess. No. Nope.
0: No, I see a lot of photos from being poisoned now, all these little squiggly lines. I had perfect vision all the years of my life and then in 2012, they started putting a uh, paint thinner, or some other type of methanol, alcohol or neurotoxin in my drinks and my food and my supplements. And I'd have horrible floaters after those times when I could barely walk, talk or think. and My memory got way worse. Uh, there was a lot of floaters in my eyes and they stay there. They slowly go away, though. They actually do. Um, I've noticed drinking alcohol. immediately after that stops any more nerve damage and actually helps remove the floaters. So I don't have almost any floaters now, actually, but they were so bad. At one point, I had webs, like little dark lines all over my field of vision.
3: Marcus,
1: um, does your mom uh, notice any of these changes in you, your mom? Kind of, sort of.
0: I mean i don't know she's she's responsible she's caring about other people she likes to communicate and socialize with people and love and help people that are dying of cancer um but it's just kind of old school thinking and she's also kind of a whatever girl like you know almost sort of like a in certain senses in certain regards not all but some she's kind of like anything goes sort of um or whatever, not anything goes, but just kind of whatever about, I don't I don't know what, I think they put rosy colored glasses over her because she doesn't see it so much, and she should have seen it and remembered it thousands of times, and it should have struck a deeper nerve in her body, but it, I don't know, they're just real um, elusive and uh, sneaky, so, uh, but I'm observant, and I've, I've been seeing it, I didn't have any of this crap six years ago or all the years before then, um, except, you know, the cochlear implant, I heard voices like about twice a year for that three years after that, and then they just got horrible, like I said, in November of 2011, and they still
1: are. You don't recognize these voices. These are all strangers to you. You don't know these voices. No,
0: I've seen some of them. I know what one of the boys looks like, two of the boys, uh, the younger guys that have been targeting me every day, um. Some of the people that we ran into on our property were perps. One of them was like just a total brouhaha witch, just totally evil. Like she had a direct energy weapon. She'd shoot me through the wall of the studio when I was living in the garage. Uh, just before I went to uh, the ER after that years when they slipped the device in me, in my spinal cord, intravenously, but she, she would just start shooting me. Uh, and even her roommate, who was half as evil, you know. So when just her roommate was there, I'd get hit, like, half as much with their direct energy weapon. But, yeah, I, I could even hear them. And when I put a barricade against the wall, uh, the direct energy weapon diminished by over 50%, but then they'd find a hole in it. They'd find a hole in it um, and start hitting me again. And then I'd try to put something else up on that huge shelf in the garage. and uh, It was so ugly.
3: Wow.
2: No, then we had wow.
0: another guy that rented the upstairs and he was shooting with direct energy weapon and blowing fleas on my head from the vent with the device, a transmitter that could blow stuff when they pushed the button. So I'd be sitting on the couch with my mom watching TV. All of a sudden my head would throw these little teeny, teeny things dropping on my hair. And then it would start itching and itching and itching no matter where I went. So they were dropping like fleas or lice or louse on my head. They'd blow it through my windows when they creep around our house um so i've seen a lot of them i know the doctors i know who put the device in my arm i saw him stick the needle in my arm and he was talking he said some funny things and he looked like i told you he was like a i don't know how i don't want to describe how he looked like a nazi but um i'm like 90 percent sure he's related to nazis from the project paperclip that moved to the united states
1: i believe it i believe it actually I believe they had a lot of advancement, and our country wanted to know about it. You know what I mean? Share knowledge.
0: Yeah, the deep government was just sharing all its military knowledge, and it was in the medical field. Uh, they're weaponizing the medical field more, obviously. They're putting implants in people's body, and there's only some good doctors out there that see a device, and someone in the lady says, well, he was trafficking me. He was like a pimp, and he put a transmitter inside of her hip. And this article just came out like a month ago. So I was like the first doctor, and he went anonymous. He wouldn't even say his name. He, just, he was just a doctor at the hospital in Boston. That's all they'd say. But they said, this is a new form of human trafficking. And it's like huge eye-opener to all the doctors at that hospital. So obviously, they have good doctors at that hospital. But some don't. Some do, and some don't.
1: I'm telling you, I, I have a low opinion of the, of doctors in hospitals right now. I <laughs> will <would> hope. <laughs> You know, my, you know me and my sister's story about doctors, so no, I don't trust them, especially not on this end being a T.I. It's awful. Are uh, you ready with your list now to read to us, Marcus?
0: Okay, uncontrolled movements. And this one, that doctor, I just put it on his desk. I said, I can't remember all of them offhand,
3: all the okay. uncontrolled
0: movements. So I gave him this paper. He, le- he read it in like a minute. He was a really nice doctor. And uh, just real professional, you know, and just goes to try to help people, give them what they need to to heal. Uh, And he studies uncontrolled movements. That's one of the areas of neurology that he studies. So shoulder pops, elbow pops up, hand twitches, fingers moving, all sorts of strange ways, less than one millimeter or more. Uh, Over a group of muscle cells, one millimeter to five centimeters in muscle chains, as long as they extend, I've experienced varied uncontrolled movements uncreated by me from jarring to subtle vibrating twitching jerking pulsing poking contracting turning pulling pushing toddling shaking hustled pinched stressed heavy-handed constricting drawn launched awkward clumsy and often dragging movements on um, and that's only number five but the other ones are that's the longest one the the next 10 ones okay, back spasms, horrible adrenaline shocks when i'm falling asleep okay next one nerves in the heart Feel painful electrical surges, heart jumps, thumps, awkward painful heartbeats, big slow painful heartbeats all happening sometimes 100 times in a day or during the night, sometimes keeping me up all night. Uh, Hip jerks or bounces out of stride alignment with my gait and mysteriously toddled when I go and walk sometimes. Head jerks a few degrees to the side, up or down, less than 2 millimeters. Body violently jerks as I'm falling asleep, less than 15 centimeters. Um, many foreign nerve sensations I never felt before all around my body. Um, and I forgot to mention, I wrote on this letter that these all started overnight in the end of January of 2014. I never had any of these uncontrolled. They all, they all started after that, and a lot of them started the very next day. Uh, leg twitch while standing, knee jerks, um, several different kinds of painful rectum contractions, like something aggressively grabs my rectum this occurs throughout the day and sometimes the night and on and off and it's happened but never before end of january 2014 and uh three i got three more left okay on my list to that doctor's facial expression suddenly pulled up like my eyebrows my my there's suddenly a, a devious smile on my face and i can't i have to like like power it down i have to like try to frown almost to get it off my face it's disgusting punks that get in my face with the spinal cord device that's attached to all the nerves in my body through all the nerve channels in my spinal cord so they, they got more uh adept at um, altering my face expressions and that one worries me the most because i'll be looking at someone you know and if you give them a devious look uh like you, you're kind of grinning you got like a, a shit grin on your face and they, they just said you know oh, 100 people were just blown up in Turkey today, and then these perverts, they are that sick. They're, they'll put a little fake smile on my face, and I am just abhorred. Okay, so, they, yeah, they tumble with my eyebrows, my, my mouth, um, my tongue. Um, okay, then the other one, one eye or the other gets blurred vision from one second up to an hour, but never both at the same time. And the last one I put was tongue starts depressing, protracting, curling, and other new, unexplained, undesirable, large, uncontrolled tongue movements less than 6 millimeters.
1: That's it. Yes. My gosh. And um, when we have us hooked up with remote neuromoditoring at an implant, and that, by by it being placed in your spine, it's it's able to do all those body movements. Is that correct? They have yeah, because it's, it's on the oh. spinal
0: cord. It's on the okay. spinal cord, and spinal cord is not only connected to all the nerves in the body; it's also okay. connected to the whole brain. You know, it's the main freeway to all your nerves.
1: And that's located where it, That's in the spinal curve, what about two or three inches above or or behind? Is that where it is in the spinal? The center of the back, or where? No, I, I
0: know it's where the bottom of my shoulder blades are. It's mm-hmm. right there in the middle of my spinal cord. It, like if you drew a line from one from the bottom of one shoulder blade to my mm-hmm. other shoulder blade, that thing's going to be within an inch on my spinal cord.
1: And uh, now, to implant it, they don't have to like give you a shot right there on the spinal cord. They can just implant it, and it will the implant will swim to the spinal cord. Is that how it works? That-
0: that's a good question. I, I think they still have to do it intravenously. I think they still have to stick that needle in your arm. They have shot me with shit. They've shot me with devices. There's one in my scalp still about a year ago in Minnetonka, Minnesota. I was walking to the bus, and uh-huh. I guess they got me outside the apartment because I got this weird pain on my scalp, a little, just a few millimeters. There was like a little bump. And then, like, 10 minutes later, I just started getting the hugest headache and what I, I, I said, that's it that they just shot me with a transmitter on my scalp. I started banging it with my knuckles, that little tiny thing. Mm-hmm. And it went away. The pain went away. The, I, I destroyed it. I, I destroyed the, the little transmitter they shot in my scalp before it could, I thought it was going to bore into my skull and, and then into my brain. So that's why I started knocking it with my knuckle and, uh. I got a pretty tough skull. I'm a pretty tough guy. I took karate and boxing and was a wildlife technician hiking all over the mountains all day. So, um, I, I had two big brothers. So, um, I, you know, I could take a lick, obviously. You no, know, I, I can take a, a beating, um, and get back up. So this wasn't even that big a deal. Like, you know, and I played soccer too. You know, you'd have to do like headers and hit the ball when it, someone kicked it a hundred feet with your head. So, um, I was a good wrestler, too, but um, I, I just kept tapping it and then knocking it harder with my knuckle, and that huge headache went away, and that little device or bump, I can still feel it in my scalp, so I have evidence right there on the top of my head. I just don't know how to present it to the doctor. It sounds like a crazy story, doesn't it?
1: Uh, hey, not really, not to not to me and T.I., and probably not to uh, our tonight. All of us are T.I.s, nothing's crazy. They have created, they have made us uh, my crazy life. You know what I'm saying? With this enslavement.
3: They're,
0: they're the ones with the unsound mind, not the TIs. It's the opposite.
1: There are a lot opposite. of dysphoria, a lot of dysphoria, confusion. And these, these are the, I believe there's something very sick about constant surveillance and then the freedom to torture someone, I don't care what they say, it doesn't really make a person normal anymore. I think they're odder than shit. They're odder than shit. (laughs)
3: Um, (laughs) So at this point
1: now, Marcus, are you ready for some questions uh, that some of our and our audience, they have for you? Hello? Hello? Uh, Bowie? Okay. Are you ready for some questions that someone, someone in our audience may have for you?
0: I'm sorry, my mom was just talking to me. Kay, did you say oh, something okay. to me?
1: Yeah. Um, are you ready to answer some questions in our, some people in our audience may have for you at this time?
0: Yeah, and that's fine if they don't. That's a lot. I mean, that's just a lot to absorb. Um, you know, like, the body is so deeply violated by that. That's the main point I want to get across. I'll even disagree with Dr. Robert Duncan that they can do it with transmitters on the outside. Obviously, if they have something inside your spinal cord, they're going to be able to do a lot more shit to your body as they have the meat. And before that, when they had devices all over our property, then, then the devi- I thought life couldn't get any worse. And what do you know? It got a lot worse.
1: Well, so. I think the implant in the body makes it very, very up close and personal, if you know what I mean.
0: I think they can do a yep. lot of
1: things with it attacks yeah that 's the best word that 's the best word for it, yeah, very up close and personal. They can do a lot of wicked things yeah yes. of course um, there's
0: websites though about technology such as these uh that I wanted to give to this group tonight. Um, but one is researchgate.com. There's thousands of journal articles by the smartest scientists in our country.
1: Okay, wait, Let's say that real slow, researchdate.com. Yep. yep, that's it,
0: and it's free. It's A through Z. Um, you can read the name of the full journal article if you have a computer monitor, but on the smartphone you can only read like the first part of it.
1: Okay, so I just put that and like write that in the chat, and that's researchdank
0: yeah it's one of the best right. for uh, a TI to, to argue that these technology technologies are so the, they they're so smart the, the science that you can't the the terminology and stuff you are just like the atom to the nucleus, the electron over the you know what I mean, and like oh and how they're helping people see that we're blind and people hear that we're deaf and can uh can send uh Read the mind and also um, remotely fix the mind with the, you know, there's just articles like that and there's, I don't know, tens of thousands of articles on there. So if you got a subject in mind, um, you could look it up and um, by, by the letter and see if you can find something that might help you there. Oh, that would be
1: great.
3: Uh...
0: Like in college, you know, uh, wildlife science, we'd read journal articles all the time, and, you know, gosh, they, they destroyed 90% of my education from poisoning me. I mean, they damaged, my, my memory's like 10 times worse than it was six years ago, so I can't remember to help give you an example of how they write journal articles, you know, like going in the message section, the observation section, the, the hypothesis, you know, this theory, uh, the equipment they use is another big one, the introduction. Of course, the abstract. I I remember the main parts of a journal article, and that's how all of them are a scientific journal article. And they're wonderful to read. Just sometimes they use terminology, big words that you've never heard, and you know it kind of makes it more interesting because you never heard that word before.
1: That's true. And then it's very uh, disheartening uh, because we're all tortured, and they can impair a lot of our. I call them faculties. You know how to think, write, process. But to know at one point most of your life you've had a very agile, sharp mind, it, uh, it's a very dispar- depressing to know that they're taking almost like the best part, you know what I mean? And that's what this program does. It just tries to hack away at our assets, you know what I'm saying?
3: Yep.
1: And that's, it's painful in itself. Yeah. Whatever uh, specialty trait yeah. that we all have, and we're good at, you know what I'm saying? They'll make sure to really go after that. You know, I've noticed that in my own. and definitely with my sister, Lillian, really definitely. It's a very, it's a takedown program. It is. Um, yep. Is there anything else, Marcus? you'd like to add in before we open the call for questions and answers at this time? Uh, just later when I can
0: get that guy, Devin Devine's website for his coalition um, I don't want to send you out on the land and say just Google Devon Devine and Coalition. but Oh, oh
1: if you, okay. If That's you're on problem. Facebook. We, Facebook. Okay, well, um, we will, you know what? We have questions and answers. And how does this sound, Marcus? When you're able to locate it, just go ahead and let me know. We'll, you know what I mean? We'll break for a minute and copy it down too and make sure everyone gets it. Okay. Uh, does anyone out uh, there have any questions? For Marcus tonight, pertaining to uh, his talk tonight, and enslavement by technocrats. If you do,
2: go
3: ahead
1: yeah. and star eight at this time. Star eight, and uh, I just want to let you guys know when I have speaker and stuff, and I'm interviewing. I overall do not like opening up the calls until we have questions and answers. I don't want to break my flow. And so, anyone has any questions for? Marcus, at this time, pertaining to tonight's topic. Coming up first is Northeast California. Okay, go ahead, Northeast California, with your question. Hello. Hi. Um, Hi, Kay. Um, Hi. For Marcus,
4: how's everybody doing? Um, Try to smile. Cause that's what they hate. But for uh, brother Marcus, um, with your discipline, um, with your profession, and the preparation in university and everything, um, do you think that you could retrain yourself, like to do refresher courses, and and think you know maybe um, get um, aligned with some scientists and things like yourself or biologists to bring yourself back um, to know you know. like do, maybe the ba- the basic tools on different levels, like basic, moderate, high-level functioning, so that you could um, function in that field um, better um, like you used to? I'm in yeah. ed- my major's education, so I believe, you know, even though this is like Kay, um, Sister Kay said, this is a takedown program. I mean, I've woken up to that I was talking um, audibly, And um, I don't know if that was because I was in a hospital recently and they may have done things to me because the surgery was only supposed to be 15 minutes, remember, Kay? And it turned into two hours and they wouldn't let my family back in there. And I think – go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, I was going to say,
1: you're right. They're doing a lot of – I don't trust the medical. I have to with my sister ill, but I don't trust uh, medical doctors, So. Public trust is gone after this. Well, the program we try to survive—I guess survive this. I don't know. I don't like to call it what we Terrible. are right. Yeah, yeah. But I. Well, I, I recovered.
0: I recovered once when uh, they poisoned me in twenty twelve at a homeless shelter. When I had, was framed, uh, they made me go to a homeless shelter after I went to jail for three months. After they framed me uh, by sabotaging me in fifty ways with really advanced technology, but. So I was poisoned. I was like, okay, I'm a lot stupider now. I can't remember a lot. I can't. I can only remember like one or two sentences now when I read a book, instead of remembering the whole page or the whole last five pages I read, you know. Because I could do that before when I was in college. I could I could remember like five pages of what I just read.
3: Now um,
0: I uh, uh, so, but then um, I was at the shelter. It was part of my probation. And it was a Christian center in Albuquerque. and They were really good people. They had good learning programs on the computer. And then we had to do uh, volunteer work. We had to keep a real clean bunk. Uh, guys on the, it, over there would pick on me saying the rumor about me that wasn't true. Um, and it was just ridiculous because they were getting brainwashed to heckle me too, and they didn't even know it. Um, I could just feel this program on me. It just felt like Satan's claw was right over my whole dome. And, uh, but yet, um, I was at a Christian center and we'd have church singing every day, every, every day, I think, was it every? well, definitely on Sunday. Um, and we had a hour long program where we would study math, basic math and, um, you know, like high school level stuff, like ninth grade level stuff. And that helped my brain recover and reading helped it recover. So I was at like 50%. My memory was like 50% damaged after I got poisoned. And then um, after this program, and then I, I got a job as a caregiver for this wonderful 90-year-old Jewish lady. Um, and uh, that was for like three months. And I was exercising. I started taking all these supplements that were really helping me recover. And I, at one point, I got back to like being 90% after that horrible fiasco that happened for over a year. Um, and then I ordered another box of supplements, the same ones I'd be, been taking, really good ones like uridine that helps regrow brain cells, and soy lecithin, um, and other ones, uh, alpha lipoic acid, um, uh, l carnitine is also awesome inexpensive. So it was like a $300 box of supplements from FedEx from this one online store. Uh, and they got into it and they poisoned some of my supplements and put me back in my recovery like three or four or five or six months, you know, like damaged that many brain cells that I had recovered. So I was devastated again. Um, And so I started trying to figure out what are they poisoning me with? What can I do do if it happens again? And it's a good thing I researched it because they did do it over and over and over. And each time I was able to wash it out, except for those first few times when I didn't know of a remedy, which is ethanol alcohol, so it might make me look bad and sound worse by saying, yeah, I drink in beer or wine or hard liquor to wash poison out of my body, but it's actually the same medicine they use at the ER. They'll do it intravenously. Um, so, yeah, they kept doing it over and over. So I, I became, like, kind of strong because, you know, someone hits you, you, you learn to defend against it uh, and just, just try to be survive. And, and adaptable and functional, um, but going like to college again, it's it's not even feasible right now because of them breaking in, them destroyed so much of my life, the, uh, my reputation and my resources and and mobbing workplace mobbing. But if I can uh, blow it open and get these devices pulled out of my cochlea, my spinal cord, and maybe even my optic nerve, then. Um, I could sue that those sons of bitches for a hundred million dollars. And answer Kay's question: Yes, if you have more money, you can weigh your defend against this stuff because you can you can do it. You can hire a special agent. You can hire an investigator to do to to put securities around your house and you know uh, just do a, a uh, an investigation with a spectral analyzer and find out where all their devices are so they're not molesting and hindering us. And hope in putting us down anymore. If we had money, we'd get a team to blow it open and sue. And That's then our recovery can. was a lot easier.
3: Can you guys hear me at all?
4: Yes, we can. Yep. Okay. Um, I was listening, and, um, yeah, the spectral analyzer, um, like James Lico talks about, and um I, I yeah. downloaded one of those um what is it the EMS detector and uh oh yeah they they went nuts the first 2 minutes I I walked around my apartment with it and <laughs> and then they just lost their minds and started slamming something and then took off. Cars were driving up and driving by, and it was something else. It was something else. And I think somebody ran out of the apartment below and got into a car and took off. And um, before all that, you know, right after I downloaded it and I was walking around with it inside, then that's when they started hitting something or banging something really hard and heavy mm. and then they went out the front door slammed the door and I was watching from the window just to see what was going to go on and everything because oh yeah um, the front door David Shurter yeah David Shurter said he suggested just like James Lico you know to download some apps just apps that could detect some of this stuff and um I I've turned off the main um electrical box and watched them scramble so something is up with the, you know, the electric, electrical sockets and, and things, but somebody else said that, too, um, uh, about the electrical sockets. Number point two on electrical sockets is that I'm on housing assistance, and my worker said, oh, they're going to have to rewrap. they're going to have to fix your electrical currents in the house. Oh,
3: no. That,
4: before I moved in, and then... Um, when I was in the hospital, there was a guy that came in to to do something to the electrical socket by my, they gave me a room, the Weird. best room in the hospital, best room, the biggest double room in the hospital, and there was like a whole area um, to the left of me that was a huge area, like with counters and all like some leftover, with, you know, chairs or whatever, and um, it was still nice, but Um, This guy came in, and I was half asleep, and um, he talked to the lady in the other bed, then he came over to my side of the room, and um, I woke up, and he goes, oh, no, 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 you don't have to wait. And so then he goes to the electrical socket, and I'm like, well, what are you doing, you know? And he's like, oh, you know, know, he acted suspicious, very suspicious. I'm with the electrical uh, department or some kind of thing, right? And I'm like, what is this all about, right? So I understand what you're talking about, um, Brother Marcus, just some of the hospital experiences yeah. and such, but I will just wanted to be an encouragement about your, your professional, stand, you know, your, your disciplines, you know, and, yeah. and thank you for sharing about that because, I mean, after the hospital, I, I told Kay before that I found myself up, like waking up and I was
3: talking
4: nobody's here i'm by myself i'm in bed and i'm talking now i had that when i was young and i lived near a military base so i wonder if they just left off you know did something else to me right maybe <laughs> and then well, job,
0: uh, to, to answer your question about me being able to function uh in my field that uh, i went to college yes. for that i i had a yes. career in it for six years i mostly seasonal jobs. And then I got that desert tortoise job that was permanent. It was a year. So that to me is nice. Finest. And yeah, and it was 70,000 a year and I was stoked. Oh yeah. I had, a, I had just suddenly started losing really good trucks. They, they corroded the engine in one with a uh, pouring huh. rust in the coolant system. Uh huh. So the engine just started leaking all the coolant and then it would overheat and I had to drive 60 miles to a job site. So that wasn't going to work. And then they they sent a vagabond in with me to uh, to see to it that I would screw up that next day. I, I didn't have a ride to get to work.
3: Wow.
0: Yeah, um, this- then I, when I was out there, I bought another truck, the one that had only 10,000 miles on it, and mm-hmm. they they put something down the engine oil filler hole where you pour oil in the engine, and it went down in the engine and made it blow a rod massively. So. It was you could drive it, but it only had three cylinders and no oil in it.
1: Horrible It's destroyers destroyers. Destroyer. Well thank you, Cindy, for your know, admitting it and um yeah, it's you know. Thank you much. It's very hard everyone to get back on track when they capture us, enslaved, take our jobs away, careers away. It's very hard. So. Um but I do, you know, small baby steps, but I pray you guys this year will be year we'll get free. Is there any questions or comments that anyone has for Marcus right now? Go ahead and start eight. I can see you on the board. Can't open it up. Uh, when you try to seek other employment, Marcus, do they blacklist you where you won't get that job? A lot of us have experienced that as well.
0: Well jobs up in Minnesota there's way more. There's way more neurologists up here. There's way more grocery stores up here than New Mexico. Uh so I, I could have got a job a few times. Um but then uh like sleep deprivation,
1: uh Oh yeah, yeah.
0: More poisonings. Um I was too discouraged.
1: That's exactly what they have in store for us. Have you noticed that? They don't want us. to – I'm telling you, you guys don't have anything, and it's really. I hope. I think this is our year because uh, we've got a lot of activism going on. You know, uh, people are, are rising up in our community. In a in a in a great in a big way, if you know what I mean. I can say
2: well, if
0: I if I ever break free, I'm always going to help TI's. I always said if I ever become wealthy, I'm going to mm-hmm. donate to to help conserve nature and wildlife because you know like, you know the the tropical rainforests are getting chopped down and our lakes are becoming more polluted, stuff like that, you know. Um but now I've turned my um if I ever do anything diplomatic uh throughout the rest of my life, it'll be to help TI's because this is the biggest abomination ever. I mean, They ruin people's lives and the environment at the same time.
1: Yes, they do. It's a destroyer of the planet, including man. It really is. And it seems to me, it just needs to be exposed because I feel like every vector of society is involved. You know what I'm trying to say?
0: Yeah, everyone's connected some way, for sure. I mean, not just on this earth, but in the next, all, all over the universe.
1: True. That is true. You know what I'm saying? Um, all right, uh, Marcus. Nobody's asking questions. So if you have uh, more uh, links that you want to give us, share. Well,
0: I just want to say I I, I want to answer your sister. Was that Lily, right? Uh, Lily is my sister, huh? Um, she was the one asking if I if I could um get back into my career and or meet up with scientists and, and make, um, you know, like a research article or something like that that they would do in my field of science. Um, my answer is, she put it perfectly, could you function at a high level or a moderate level at least, get hired at a moderate level, get hired. So I'm thinking like right now as it is, it would be like a low to moderate level by a very sympathetic employer who would listen to my story that they damaged me and that they they've done so many bad things that I might not even be employable but if they're really sympathetic they have a really big heart you know and I'm a really hard worker I I try my best and I I try to do everyone right so I I think that you know if the stars met at the right time it's it's a possibility you always have to leave your uh, window of opportunity open so I always will I just I like to hear my ducks in a row first and first first thing first is get this device off my spinal cord and the devices in my ears removed and then the optic thing if they can see what I'm doing I wouldn't mind that as much because they can't disturb me if they just see what I see but if they put stuff in my ears you know like threats and insults and lies and weird stuff in my head and weird movements all over my body all day I can't work like that you know that's too difficult.
1: No, it's it's too much. It would be too great. It's abuse, interference. You can't function or focus, you know.
0: Yeah, but if they just see through my eyes, I'll be like, well, you'll see a little bit of what you missed by sabotaging me to remotely rape and torture me, you idiots.
1: still, if they can see and hear and everything we do, then it's in everyone. So that means the prospective employers, they've already sabotaged it. Because I feel like I went on interviews and, Something was told about me, you know what I mean? The interview went all weird, you know. You know, when we go about going to medical doctors or dentists, you notice when you walk in, Well, that happens to
0: non-TIs, too. Non-TIs have weird interviews, too.
1: Really?
0: Yeah, I've had some weird ones. I had ones I thought I was really qualified for, and they just like shunned me they're like no nope, you're you're not the you you're not the personality type we want in so many words without actually saying
1: it something like that happened to me too when I when I was a non p i so it makes me wonder were we targeted and not aware of it was that the you know precursor to this
0: It is because it makes us more vulnerable. We
1: don't have as big of
0: a network, so we're more vulnerable.
1: Yes, as you move up a uh, career or job ladder, that's right, you meet more people. The more responsibility, you meet more people. Um, and then they get us take our jobs away, and then um, slapping this false schizophrenia, um, I've, not only is that medical trafficking, because they're making very good money when they have in a yeah. psych ward,
3: medical but mafia. it also, yeah,
1: it's money, and also sabotages, you know, well, landers are uh, credibility. Isn't that what people are worried about, if you consider which, by law, shouldn't yep. really exist. That would be discrimination. We're not supposed to have that. By all the, you know. So a lot of federal laws are being, you know, were being obliterated. So um, it's horrible. It really is. Yeah, they
0: got me up partly because I had a couple bad references in my wildlife jobs after I did a really good job. I got along with all the coworkers, but the boss was a B-I-T-C-H, and so they gave, they lied on my reference to uh, prospective employers after I had that seasonal job. So the key for, you know, being employable is good, having good references. Oh, that's
1: true. And, that's, uh, and they'll try to sabotage that, again, to keep us uh, destitute and broke.
0: Yeah, it's pretty sad. I, I know some of them feel bad that they lied about me. And I, I don't know if – I never even contacted them anymore. I haven't talked to anyone in wildlife at all from my home state or from previous jobs, uh, being targeted is a B I T
1: C H. That's putting it mildly, Marcus, just mildly. I'm telling you, it's we this is hell on earth, okay, for all of us. This is just hell on earth. And then what does that leave us to do? You know what I mean? We gotta, you know, try to feed ourselves, have some kind of, you know, crib, roof over your head. Well, that's what Robert Duncan was expressing when he said go on down to Social Security and, you know. Yeah, don't do that.
0: I I disagree with him there, too. That's the other main area I disagree with. Robert, uh, you don't want to get a a diagnosis of schizophrenia and get disability and be unemployable and uncredible. Then they discredit you. They say, oh, well, you're delusional. We can't really take any word, uh, you know, for to heart or whatever. How do they say that? We can't take you at your word because you might have just imagined it.
1: But then there's a twofold with that. Um, Sometimes even uh, they're perping SSA. It's your Social Security Administration. They're, They're trying to say you're paranoid and delusional, yet the doctors say, oh, I don't have the documentation to... Fill out your form. So, which way is it? Am I am I crazy, but not crazy enough to get the check, or crazy, not crazy enough, but I can still work? Or what's what's up with that? Bureaucracy, which are all involved in this too,
0: big time. Except. That's how they win. That's how they win. Is bureaucracy and covertness and surveillance, remote surveillance and remote manipulation. They have a huge basket of tools to, to really screw with the whole society of every country in the world. And they're networking all over the world. So that's why I wonder if we're in the end days, like the giant beast of Satan in the book of Revelations, chapter 13, that controlled everyone.
1: But, and then, you know, and then, then a beast, no, then no, a beast came out, out of the earth. Are there two beasts?
0: Yeah, one came out of the earth, the other one came out of the sea. I'm referring to the one that came out of the sea. Mm-hmm. see everything. They see everything I'm thinking. So he might have, God does that. Sometimes he uses innuendos. I don't, that's not a good word to describe it, but, uh, you know, he, he helps, he gives us a, a parable. And so by using the word see, maybe he meant that the beast from the sea
3: sees mm-hmm. everything,
0: you know, because they see everything I'm thinking and they are like a beast. They have people in every field of work, uh, uh, ploying against me.
1: Yes, it is like, It is a beast system. I at first uh, thought of it, too. and uh, You know, I don't know about innuendo, but I kept window, metaphor. I always thought the beast coming out of the sea was a metaphor for... Metaphor. The media. Yeah, me- uh, the media. The media. Our television, in essence, is a beast system. You know what I'm saying? A society. Or well, what, well, what, what we think shapes society. I don't know how much of that's true, but... Yeah, the
0: perps use innuendos all day, so I shouldn't use that word. It's a metaphor.
1: I, th- I think they do. They they um, really... Um...
0: Because a metaphor is used to help people grow and grow, you know, th- their mind, become smarter and more w- wise, but then mm-hmm. an innuendo is usually used to degrade a person.
1: They use both, then. They use it all, then, because they are mocking us quietly, and I'm about pissed off. I want to wipe those smirks off of their faces, too. I hate perps. I <laughs> you know? I really, really loathe them. And I know we can't wait for yeah. this to be exposed because we're going to really, really um, get to see all the players. So we'll be very surprised. Some of us surprised, some of us not so surprised, you know? We'll never know. Uh, okay. Is there any more uh, questions, comments? for Marcus at this time okay hey, Northeast California have your hand up again does anyone have any questions no one's very quiet tonight Marcus go ahead Northeast California hello um, you know
4: they called uh, at one point the biggest computer that was ever made didn't they used to call that the beast yep mm-hmm my father worked for IBM, and so um, I kind of yep. kept my ear to the ground a little bit about computers, even though I didn't want anything really to do with them much um, as far as learning the ins and outs of them, you know, Marcus but, and, and, and Kate. You know, the thing is, is um, it's, it's ironic because the things that I desire, because look for the windows, you know, when God closes a door and look for a window there's um a friend of mine who's an activist said, Oh, in my field of study, um, which one of them was music, um, there's like a full ride program all the way to a doctorate. So for anyone listening, um, and also yourself, Marcus, do you think that you might go back to college no. even with the devices in at all? No, right?
3: not not
0: with devices no? in. I mean there's like a ten percent chance Uh, like a little community college or online course if I get the devices removed but with the devices I think I'm just throwing money and it's like burning a dollar bill in the fireplace.
4: Are you sure? For debate's sake, I mean, sometimes we're to rise above. I'm not trying to be funny style or anything, Kay and Marcus, you know. I, I know. I, 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 I get where you're coming from because it's like this is one of my dreams, and here it is, you know. No, I Ooh. I felt
0: like, I felt as strong as Muhammad Ali six years ago. Now I feel as strong as a nine-year-old woman.
4: I can relate to that, you guys. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's like um, ha- every other time I try to venture out, I feel like there's like a thousand-pound weight on each shoulder. You know, I just can't yeah. seem... you know and um, I did a little athletics when I was younger and in college and it's just like I've not had any children so why should I be like 60 pounds over what I'm supposed to be what is that about you know I've always kept right around 10 pounds around what I I should be and now it's like 30, 40, 50, 60 pounds, you know, and I'm back on my program to get rid of it, you know? What, what, these people, what does this help the world for them to do this worldwide? Sorry to be animated, you guys. What (laughs) purpose does it serve other than the elite to kill us off if that's what they indeed, the agenda 21 and everything else, you know?
0: It's a kill. Well, they're making, uh, they're making a hundred times more money than they were 30 years ago.
1: What to kill us off? <laughs> oh, there, just research systems,
4: programs and everything,
1: right?
0: They, I just watched the show last night. They make money from uh, slave labor.
1: Oh, huge profit! It's almost a hundred percent profit, profit, profit. Slave labor.
4: Well, the 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 president's daughter and that. No, well, she is by far not the only one doing it. Okay, how many people got caught for sweatshops in um, China, Malaysia, Indonesia? You know. Um, the orient or asia uh, proper i mean uh, Ivanka's not the only one that ever did it uh, wasn't it Lee gifford got in trouble and other uh, other people so um i just see this as like that's like work trafficking and um the same um demographic that gets work trafficked and and abused in factories are the same ones trying to escape and come over here reason why they closed down the oakland um what do you call uh, where the the foreman work the the unloaders and stuff i can't think of the word um that's another problem is just not ebbing and flowing and being able to be fluent You know, and speak like you have some kind of training or whatever or education. Um, Just the docks in Oakland were shut down. The trafficking was so bad. They actually have a trafficking department in the Oakland PD for children, to rescue children all around the Bay. I know some people that work for it. And yet then you find out that the Oakland PD uh, trafficked that little girl around uh, different um, locations in different counties. The very people trafficking or saving supposed traffic victims are actually the ones trafficking their own buddies' children in the department. And I know I got I got off on another tangent, but it's a uh, Lawrence show. Okay, part of me deals with trafficking, you know. But um, I really appreciate you guys having him on as a interviewee. Um, Kay, you know, and 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 we were talking about. Like, what, what do they get from, you know, damaging the, the, the work base, like, all these people across the world? Across, and, and people with, edu- like, education, like yourself, Marcus, and higher education. Uh, TIs are like doctorates, the physicists, the, the doctors, the lawyers.
1: It's, I, I, I don't get it. it it's like, because you're not willing to damage people, so they get rid of you. Marcus? Hello? Did he get cut
4: off?
1: I can hear you. Marcus?
0: Hello? Yeah, sorry. I was just pouring a drink, so I was just
1: trying to stay with it. That's all. Okay. Well, we're going to uh, go ahead and answer. Thank you again, Cindy. Sorry, I get uh, really animated
4: because people... Don't deserve this humanity. You know, the, the, the just what they're doing to, to us, you guys is just terrible. It's,
1: it's oh yeah unconscionable. It's just oh god.
3: Um,
2: Kay,
0: I noticed on the schedule on your website that. You thought, or I mean, for some reason on your Facebook page that I saw, it said that this call was on April 11th. Did you notice that?
4: I think she went to get something to drink. <laughs> the commercials, right?
0: Oh, there's so many of them these days. It's like it's not normal anymore if there's not ten commercials before the next segment of the
4: show. Okay. At least uh, they don't do it here in these shows, right? <laughs> Endless commercials. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: Maybe we – you know, I, I see the purpose of them. I mean, you've got to get your word out there so people know what – you know, if, if you have something good that you want people to buy – um, you got to let them know or else you, you still won't get business.
1: That's true. All right, well, Cindy, thank you so much for sharing with us. Does anyone have any last questions or comments at the time for Marcus? Uh, I do appreciate oh, so, you coming on, too.
3: I wanted
0: to ask you that on your website it said this this show, this talk, this conference call was on the 11th, and yet it's on the 15th.
1: Oh, does it was the wrong date? I thought uh, you mean on my talk shoe?
0: No, on on um, your talk show uh, announcement on Facebook, it says that this call scheduled with me was on April eleventh.
1: Oh no, it says happy me. I said no, that's the fifteenth. I had that scheduled.
0: Does it show that on your on your Facebook? I'll
1: check my Facebook. I right. oh. I don't have the window open right now, actually, when I went to talk to my Facebook's in another browser, so i go back into that and find out what's going on. Um, well, we you know, we have about 25 people on right now, so I think a lot of people did know about it. And um, is there any more?
3: Yeah,
1: um, okay, I'm, I'm
0: glad that I got to speak about this uh, subject mm-hmm. on your call tonight. And I I just want to say that people need to watch out for who's sticking needles in your arms um, and that your doors are locked and you have good surveillance so that they're not putting more devices in you. Um, I've been getting hit with projectiles that they shoot at me that are dipped in things like herpes every day. And then my mouth flares up with all these bumps. Uh, And on top of that, all the uncontrolled movements and remote rape um someone you know if, if i didn't know how to fight depression um you know i i, I would be i
1: would be a goners man um, that i understand it, it takes a high level of spirituality because i believe this is a spiritual war we're in as well as a a, a global enslavement and it's pretty uh determining to whittle us down to nothing, you know? Oh, I want
0: to say that this is enslavement because they're, or human trafficking because they control my activities. You know, that's exactly what a slave operator would do was control the activities of the people called slaves, you know, like sure. in one form or fashion or another. And they do it to me because, you know, like we were talking about employment we were talking about health, resources, uh, slander. That's all the
1: same things that slave owners do. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, it's, you know what I mean? And we're not, when they do this to us, as I know sometimes, Marcus, you do listen to my uh, illegal alien mafia, as Professor Martinez constantly stresses, they don't see us as human beings. They're traffickers. They see us as things, commodities. Yes. To even be able yes. to do this, they can't see us as human Thing.
3: The yeah,
0: that's it's the yeah. protocol. So that's why I want to find out who the power broker is that's paying these people. Because these people wouldn't be doing this to us if they weren't being paid.
1: They are being paid. If you think your neighbor across the street is is, is aiming a weapon at you or whatever they're doing for nothing, uh, uh, it's all the name of the game is money. The name of the game is money. We got money. Well, uh, Marcus, I'm so glad you were able to join us. Uh, uh, I've asked to open up the room, and uh, no one had any more questions to share, so we're going to commence soon. And uh, well, can,
0: we, can I ask you if you had a lot fewer callers
2: because it said April 11th instead of the 15th? Okay. Okay. Let me go on to my uh, show. Um. I can open up
1: the room. Anything else you wanna say before I open up the room at least, Marcus? I'm gonna open up the room. Maybe loisy. Okay. <coughs> That's not over
2: time.
1: Okay, I'll check my Facebook page too. Well uh yeah, Todd, is there any more questions? We're gonna uh, have the room open just for a short while and then we're gonna go ahead and close it yeah, even weekend. People may want to um, get ready for
3: their okay. Yeah. I will well, check it out.
1: That's kind of interesting looking. No, I don't. Oh, I think, you know what? That sounds like James Leco. Jane.
3: Yeah.
1: Okay, guys. <laughs> we're gonna close the room. Well, Marcus, I wanna thank you for being on the show. Uh it's still starting to grow, so roughly I do have anywhere it's of at with maybe six or seven people. So slowly but surely we're growing. And uh I wanna be able to um hopefully in the near future, Marcus, welcome you back to our show. And uh it takes about less than five minutes. The show will um, download under show under the caller, and uh, mark it for you and, for that matter, everyone on tonight's call. Uh, you can go back and review the show, uh, listen. You can totally copy it and post it to your social media. I really hope it's viral. Thank uh, that we are able to make our word known for sex trafficking in the T I community. And uh Marcus, I just want to give you a special gratitude for coming on to you and sharing well, your story. I I,
0: I have not listened to all the, the calls with um Sabella Martinez, is that her first name? Sabella.
1: Oh, uh Solange.
0: So um but she's very passionate and I she, Let me just get this straight. Um, she wants to just end all of the human trafficking in the United States, right?
1: She wants to, uh, where she's being, how she's being, for one thing, um, how she's being targeted, her and her mother, is more of uh, uh, they don't get more, they don't get the electronic harassment. Uh, their targeting is more of an in-your-face racketeering, you know what I'm saying?
3: Oh, yeah. and, government
1: benefits and then exterminate and I mean assassinate the American citizens because one particular illegal alien will absorb your identity, basically step into your life. So say right now I will use my age for example. I'm fifty five. They kill me. They step into my life. Legally I believe I can draw um I can draw SSI at age 64, 65. So they'll step into their life mm-hmm. and get that, but already they'll pick up and get my retirement right now. Oh,
0: no. They're getting my
1: benefits right. Medical, uh, I did their attacks attached to identity. Life, stuff.
0: License, life insurance is the big one I heard among the PIs. Uh, they,
1: they put I'm going to mention in... that to her. And what we're speaking about her, tomorrow, let's get the dates right. Tomorrow is Sunday, Easter Sunday, the 16th of April, 2017. At 7 p.m., uh, Professor Martinez will be on talk show. We're going to have the Illegal Alien Mafia Part 9. That's Part 9. Yeah. And it continues. Now, the are things people are still, you know, trying to work it out. Well, mafia, is it an illegal alien? You know what? I'm not talking about your wonderful friends or neighbors, you know, from another country that came over here. I'm sure they're going to everything properly. I really am. But... There are some, and the particular ones that we're describing, and Professor Martinez is describing, are the ones that are in the criminal network, and I believe it's one of the biggest under the TI program, I'm sure it's the most rapid because it would yield the highest amount of money to have so many American-born players involved, players in our political realm that that include mayors, senators, congressmen, the uh, president, yes. I mean, think about something that would have the tentacles like that. That's, that's money, You know what I mean? And to be able to have the power to sell the medical, uh, to sell the uh, U.S. government benefits. You know what I'm saying? That we go without or we're rejected. If you pretty much yield eight hundred to a thousand dollars, you're qualified for a lot of things in this country. Yes, we are told totally no, and because it's being filtered for someone else, that says yes. And the tentacles reach into bribes or, you know, membership of this mafia in our hospitals. That would be doctors, nurses, and our bureaucracies when you're trying to report them, like your AMA, you know, your FSA, uh, your Medi Cal, fraud. That's already captured, as Catherine Horton uses the word, or infiltrated. That's okay, because that would be a mafia owned hey. business. And what you want to do is reach out to the mafia enemy. That way they get both letters or emails. Yes, Marcus. Um, can I just ask
0: what your, your like, main thoughts are on, on all those things I talked about tonight as your speaker?
1: Well, the things that I talked about, if we're wrapping it up, uh, as Marcus opened up, he's being uh, enslaved by technocrats. Mm-hmm. And the meaning itself, technocrats is, a, you know, a technological expert. That is, that is making every effort to enslave is to make one human being a slave. To do and take anyone for any purpose is trafficking. No money, that's, no consent, that's trafficking. No monetary, you know, you ain't, no money is being paid, no consent, straight out it's trafficking. Yeah, it's, it's really it's disrespectful. It's like really mean people
0: that do that. Scary. You know,
1: and they're taking a lot of beautiful and vibrant minds and they're trying to turn them into something lower than mush. And a lot of yes. the foot soldiers that do all the filthy work, you know, I call them the filthy work. These people yes. that are following us, yeah, these people that are following us, you guys have an IQ of about 88. Now, come on. That can't, yes. even, proper, that can't even properly get my dinner order right now. Order the right cigarettes for me. Come on now. 88 IQ. That's an idiot. So that's just the puppet on the perp side.
3: Who is the puppet master?
0: Well, the puppet master is a power broker, and they, they're the ones that are uh, they are making 100 times more money than the perps doing the, the, the dirty business of targeting TIs. They make 100 oh. times more. And they also are the, one, the brain. they're the ones that filter our communication. So, you know, like me and you are talking right now, you're holding a conference call where people can talk, but even on these conference calls, they're, they're making echoes and noises and disturbances here and there, and sometimes for an hour-long streak uh, of, you know, breaking us apart, and that's, that's their thing, is divide and conquer.
1: That's what it's all about. But you know something? We have to stay spiritual. Pray up. My sister's voice is soul and remote neural monitoring. I can't leave sometimes to go do mild groceries before they threaten her. will kill your sister. Whatever. And I just stay calm. Bring it. Do whatever you're gonna do. Just step to me. I, I, it doesn't matter anymore. So, Kay, do you get? Um, um, do you think you have any implants
0: in your body, or do you know someone that besides you? Know what? you leave it?
1: Um. Something was going on. the told you a lot of drugs in Los Angeles, you guys. Um, but in
3: the cross
1: across uh, the uh, uh, country from California, to we were going to move first to Chicago, and it just didn't work out. Um, something. How do I say this? One of the nights, early in the morning, from the hotel, I had like a, a. I thought it was a sensation of vomit. Okay, I told Lillian about it, and. Uh, it wasn't actually. It was like through my nose and some really ugly stuff came out. It was so bad to bad that I didn't smoke for almost two weeks. I am scared of something. I wonder if I if something uh burst up here because uh my uh, well, what if what is my nose bled a little th- bit a lot after? Yeah. I
0: see I've seen a lady that's like sixty five. She ran into mm-hmm. our studio. Her her name was Heidi. King and she was the most wonderful lady, and when I was being targeted and hit the most in Albuquerque, I could still walk over to the studio and knock on her door, and we could drink tea together. Um, but she would get these nosebleeds, and I thought that I thought that, like, they used some old-school implant on her up her nose or in her brain that caused those nosebleeds. Yeah, you know, they might do
1: that. But I'm going to tell you...
0: There's another TI that said that they ha- they were implanted up their nose, or in their brain, and that it caused them nosebleeds. And then I saw her having these nosebleeds, and then I knew that the perps had uh, transmitters in the awning, around the studio, and under the foundation of the garage next door, like a little wall and a shelf between it. Um, and they they were spying on her. They were spying on my mom, my brother. Everyone that came into our house, everyone uh, that I talked to that was a friend, my friend Scott Albright, he worked for the military, and they knew that he was one of my friends in high school, and his house got robbed in October. Like, they took all of his electronics. He had, like, an Apple iP- or Apple smartphone, uh, Apple computer, and, but he worked for the military, and he, he wrote a paper. He, he's not a TI, though. He said, but he interviewed a TI, and he wrote like a seven-page paper, and I don't think he wants. Actually, it's like an 80-page paper about corrupt government, but he's not a TI. And he said when he worked for the military that they put a thing on their on the the rifle that they use, you know, when they're like in Iraq, and they're looking at you know possible suspects in Iraq. They had infrared, so. I want to take that back, that not all TIs have R&M, but some have infrared. So they can see under your clothes, but they can't see, you know, how your nervous system's communicating. But he had one on his rifle, and it also had a directed energy weapon. So if, if they, he said that the board jerks that he worked with in his platoon or whatever, they would shoot innocent c- citizens with directed energy weapon attached to their rifle and that that opened my eyes up quite a bit i was about two months ago i talked to him finally i hadn't talked to him in like 15 years but but you know they're sick i i think that they shoot pathogens in my family like my uncles my aunts and give them things like pneumonia uh the flu um you know, they give children measles. They give uh, professional athletes blown Achilles tendons. Uh, they've damaged the uh, Minnesota Vikings' offensive line. they they knocked, you know, I, I like professional athletes. I, I know that a lot of guys don't. Uh, they think that they're overpaid. And, yeah, they, they get a lot of money. They have a big stadium. But, you know, they, they, they want to just attack whoever they're racist towards. So you know, my perps are from New Mexico, and they don't like pretty blonde-haired, blue-eyed guys like me. And that's one of the other of the 300 bad reasons they targeted me. Yours was then
1: race-related as well. Marcus. Yeah, they say that.
0: Oh, that's one of the direct. Uh, I mean, the the V2K messages they send every day is were they not every day, but they say that they're racist about once a week.
1: It, and it, it, you know you what know it the it's targeting could be? Weakness. I'm not gonna deny it. The targeting could be highly racial, depending on what and and um,
0: it's weakness, they call you though.
1: derogatory. They call you derogatory names, uh, totally uh, targeting white people. Is that what their words are like? But it's a weakness. They they
0: arbitrarily call
1: themselves racist to feel like
0: they're for some cause, and they're doing something for their cause. So they're just like you said, idiots.
1: They are, I'm telling you guys, the the my I, I listen to these calls with me and Lillian have been targeted since 2013. I've heard AI and I've even asked her, does it sound like an AI? She said, I can hear the farts, I can hear the breathing. And AI wouldn't be this stupid. It's a real-life human being with some hmm. technology, and it's an idiot. She kept saying, 88 IQ ain't fit to pull anybody's trash.
0: Well, look up uh, Devin Devine on Facebook because you can write down on his huge w- new website, it's a really good resource for TIs. I find them, like, almost every day now. It's ridiculous. I'm so heavily targeted. Thought. But Devin Devine, Facebook, uh, Coalition, uh, V2K. Um, I don't have the, the link. It's, like, something, something, TI, dot, something, something. Well, um, it would take me a couple minutes to find it, K, okay? but – I, I'm just trying to, like, you know, reach my hands out and hold hands with other TIs so that we can beat this thing um, okay. together, united.
3: Oh, yes,
1: absolutely. absolutely. That's the purpose of the call. The purpose of the call continues with Professor Martinez to get all of us hit because I think a lot of us, one way or the other, whether we like it or not, we are also victims of this illegal aliens, the ma mafia. It's a two-part. They can traffic in the federal government. And even when you say, I've got a job or I don't need to – It ain't about that. Think about it. You're an American citizen. you got a name, a birth certificate. You were born on the soil. It don't matter if you live in Cincinnati. Your ID has been sold to Chicago, and there's an illegal already using your name for Section 8 and all kind of government benefits, and that's why they have looming illegals to go on. It's almost like a, Mm -hmm. I don't know, a lottery to kill you so one of them, the highest bidder, will step into your identity. That's well, they what have it's a
0: hard But the 2 thing. But the, the big-time bidder, um, you know, if they get into cloning or uh, you know trying to make a false you, um, they they run into a million obstacles. So, but we can't we can't take it for but granted. I pro,
1: yeah, I don't think her program is cloning. It's a more um, her and the part of that they. Traffic with the medical and the government benefits, trust me, it's a very, very direct RICO violations, up and down. It's, uh, they got this running so tight that um more of my was working it out, they don't really need to electronically harass because what they're structurally after is what they're after. And that includes in their racket, um, they will um, steal your property, home. They will steal inheritance. Yeah, they use, property. They, they, they. So when you it start listing the RICO violations, they can, and I'm not saying they won't, but in all actuality, they don't really have to hook you all the way up with do weapons or, or synthetic telepathy. They're already kind of structurally doing what they do. If you have good-looking children, filming, surveillance, kitty porn room. If you guys remember my, a few weeks ago, we had Marnie on here speaking. There well, is a racket. Right, with the remember when like you said the surveillance cameras, they watch what really good looking women doing what they normally do in their houses. You guys are some rich freak that will pay three dollars per minute and that circuit is open and sold on tour. So it ain't just one guy spending three dollars a minute, it's lots of guys that like the way you look and what you're wearing and what you're doing around their home. It is it, it's this whole surveillance is—that's a lamorous of all the perversity, appetites human beings share, and it's quite amazing, in a in a very very bad way. You know, I can't believe yeah, that they—you know—they're they're was, you know, they're, they're, really, yeah. they,
0: they're distasteful. Uh, they don't they don't uh, discriminate between a child or a fat woman or an huh. old fat man. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they're really sick. They're psycho. Like Adolf Hitler was a psycho.
1: Uh, yeah, my sister's heard V two K. They'll blow her stomach up some way and give her gas because one someone in the circuit may have. A, what do you keep saying? It's a show tonight for farts, and there's people that will pay for that. I mean, it's really we are living in mm-hmm. the last days of Rome. I mean, really, you know? Yeah, no. My, so
0: my perps have never. My perks has never farted with the b two K. They they just. They act like they're on top of everything. They always try to climb up more over my my higher intellect, and, and like you said, uh, put put uh, put put a put down on me. Um, and they're you know, but they're real immature, and mm-hmm. they don't really uh, connect well with people. And their power broker just pays the money, and they yeah. they do the game stalking, electronic harassment. Uh, human trafficking thing, uh, and yet you know they're just their dogs. So I'm I'm really after who's paying them because uh, you can you can just slap a thick evil person off the street, you know, and they'll do it for money. But the person that's paying them is like the is like the Adolf Hitler.
1: Oh yeah, that's the real. You know, I mean, we all want to know who the the puppet master is. You know, who's really pulling the street. And I believe that there's, no, I think we will certainly surprise us. They can be in high places, you guys. But they're jumping to the conclusion that it's Donald Trump. I, I don't think
0: Donald Trump, I don't think, you know, like people just talk about him and I'm like, I'm in the worst program in the world and I have not made one connection with Donald Trump that he's involved except that he's a billionaire and certain billionaires are the power brokers behind human trafficking. And uh, technocratic enslavement. So I, I, don't, I, haven't, I, I still don't think that Trump is behind uh, technocratic human enslavement, but he might be. Uh,
1: I, I don't know about that. The verdict's out, and the reason I keep saying I really I hope not, he created a very new agency that just started at the beginning of this year Voice, and that's for victims of immigration crime engagement. And that's one of the reasons I'm working closely with Professor Martinez. We've already sent information out to them about what we're going through. And every week we talk on the phone, those that yes. want to join, that are, they know that they have these types of rackets around them, uh, that's what's going on. So I know because it seems like in our community people were getting a little confused. Is it, you know, racially is she pro or con against illegal aliens? It's not even about that. Everybody in, that, in this mafia, you guys, trust. Born of this country or of another, in this racket they're a mafia, they're traffickers, they're criminals, and they need to go down.
0: Well, I noticed that the illegals don't really know what's going on, and they're just—they're paid to do a, a, a
1: certain task. Um, well, they're, and they're paid—they're paid very well because they're also living very well off of social benefits. And a lot of Americans, especially TIs, are being kicked out of the ER. The ER is like a nightmare to most of us. Yeah. You're in this mafia or an illegal alien. You're treated very well. Well, it depends so. what country you're
0: from. Like, I, you know, I have suspects on the illegals, like El Salvador, Paraguay, Brazil, Mexico is a big one. Um, you know, and I think my perps are from Mexico because of I've been in, to Mexico Uh, a lot in my lifetime. I lived in New Mexico and I I went there about 10 times in my life and they're able to speak some English, but they, they kind of just kind of stick the same words in their head for the same English words that they use when Mm -hmm. communicating. And yet it's not even really communicating because one, it's B2K, it's unethical and they're doing it without opening Uh, a line of communication they're doing it just to like badger and denigrate Mm -hmm. and put me down and you know i'm stronger than they are i'm stronger than all the gang stalkers white or uh latino and that's the only perps i've had were white or latino so um you know it's uh but you know, it's funny, up here in Minnesota, I heard recently that they have uh, drug traffickers a lot up in Minnesota, um, that traffic the drugs that they get up here down through Chicago and, you uh, Detroit, um, and I was surprised because, you know, Minnesota is a pretty nice little civil society, um, you know, and they got a lot of their own culture here, um, You know, and you bring up the word culture and everyone's like, you know, what are you talking about? You know, like whose culture are you talking about? And, you know, I wasn't there. I I haven't been traveling. Um, I used to travel all over the world when I was a wildlife technician. I could travel anywhere I wanted. But as a CI, uh, you know, traffic, um, there's like no travel except for getting in my car and however far I want to go. And then it just turns out to be stupid because I drove, I wasted gas driving a hundred miles and they still have this implant in my spinal cord. So, you know, as long as I have an implant in my spinal cord, I'm pretty much at their, um, tender mercies. That's, yeah. that's the word Jesus uses is, you know, the enemy, the wicked, uh,
3: <clears throat>
0: appreciate their tender mercies because, uh, otherwise they might just, go even further like they they have a daily pattern behavioral pattern of uh, <laughs> calling themselves bad things and pretending to be it's what i'm thinking so that's another example of remote neuronal monitoring um uh, by hurt you know but you know all this M stuff we could have used it for a really good cause and yet there's a lot of greedy shallow petty people in this country and every other country.
1: Oh, yeah. yes. Especially the rackets, the greed behind it. It also could have been exposed a long time ago, but the greed and racket's behind it. Uh, the name of the game is money. They've all taken the blood money. And uh, the only way to get these guys has got to be exposure, outrage, justice. So um, I want, I'm willing and open to work with anyone that's a part of, of with the resistance to in this enslavement, in our lifetime,
3: well,
0: I wonder if it's more of the cartels or the U.S. government. That's uh, that's a really good point-blank question for TIs. Is it more of the cartels or is it more of the
1: government? You know what? That, that's the question of the day. I don't know. I, I, I keep in mind criminals, but it, I believe uh, there's a lot of players, yeah. But again, Marcus, I want to thank you for being on the show. And uh, in about a short while, if you can upload it. And uh, I thought it was outstanding. And you took moments to share your story and what you're still trying, you and your family are trying to live through. And I hope in, in the next couple of months we can have you back on the show that I pray it's some good news. I think, you know what I mean? Like you discovered the implant. It was taken out. I feel great. <laughs> you know what I
0: mean? Oh, yeah,
1: I would. I would. I would feel like,
0: your sister Lillian said, I I could recover and function at a much higher level. Uh, they mm-hmm. couldn't sleep deprive me. But, you know, then they can because they have devices in our property. So, I mean, let's say, like, okay, the doctor does an MRI, and they see this little weird squid in the middle of my spinal cord, and it's electric. And so, yeah, they don't know. They don't really know. Like, they've never seen it before. So anyways, they're like, okay, well, this is a foreign object. Uh, You say you're having all these uncontrolled movements. We need to remove it from your body. So there's a big risk when they surgically work on my spinal cord to remove a squid out of my spinal cord. You know, is that going to paralyze me? You know, but okay, but I'm optimistic and I'm like, no, they're going to remove that fucker. And I'm not going to have uncontrolled movements and all this other stuff that I talked about tonight, and, but then they still have devices in my property, and law enforcement doesn't search for it. Why don't law enforcement or the FBI search for electronic bugs in our property? What the hell is that about? Yeah, uh,
1: I believe uh, there are uh, a part of this cabal, mafia, clique, you know, whatever you want to call it, they're um, complicit, if not collusion. I believe it's money, racketeering money, and I believe the the profits have to be, you know, enormous, too good. But
3: they're not,
0: they're not getting paid by the, the – like the regular cop that drives by when you're driving your car or when you're looking in your parking lot and there's a cop car in your parking lot, that cop's not getting paid by racketeers. But they're also not investigating remote-controlled electronic harassment so there's a there's a big gap. It's like the Grand Canyon actually, it's such a big gap.
1: You know, I really don't know what
0: there's a gap. They're they're supposed to like serve and protect the people. Um and then the perps make me more stupid, so when I talk to the police they're like, Yeah, those look like good supplements. Yeah, I take vitamin B complex too. Well actually a stalker poisoned it, sir oh, really? You think a stalker poisoned your supplement? You must be paranoid and delusional. We might just bring you into the mental hospital to have you checked out. And then you go in there and, you know, that's not good if they bring you there. No. And that's, no. The, that's their habit. That's their freaking habit. They have a habit of doing that. So where do they what, get that? What? what pro, who made
1: the protocol to, but to make people... Well, not only does it not give us credibility, it, it also... It's, it's, uh, makes us more fearful for activism because we kind of know, oh, if I'm around them or say something, they may try to, you know, it, it intimidate us. If we don't stay quiet, they'll, you know, that's threat. We'll be locked up. No, it's
0: life. sad, though. They're, they're remotely raping my body and, and destroying my memories and my brain and my mom. They're remotely controlling my mom. Um, so uh, it's the most fucked up thing in the world.
1: Yes, it is. And like I said before, before we close again, um, we none of us like being enslaved, and that's when another person is trying to make you into a slave. It's been abolished over 153 years ago. Like I said, uh, everyone, um, exposure, outrage, justice. This has to be ending. Join some groups. Become a member. Fight. Write your complaints down. And also as a reminder, tomorrow for the resistance, we will be on at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time here on Talk Shoot. And we're in Part 9 of the Illegal Alien Mafia. Uh, I can't thank you enough and hope you can join us in the,
3: uh, in the next couple of months, Martin. And it's
1: well, thank you, thank you. Yeah. a really great Easter.
3: Um, mm-hmm. You know, like, they, they made our, our ancestors
1: out to have a lot more freedom than we have. They want to control society. I still think this is a part part of Agenda
3: Twenty One.
0: So I mean, like out. you know, you ask the question: Are you social? Do you get out there? Do you talk to a lot of people? Well, I did.
1: But some I did some until I targets targeted. Still do. I I don't, but some targets still do. They really do. Um, and even even if I could go out, I don't really know what would I say or what would I do because of the uh, yeah. now being targeted. I'm not the same. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, I know. It's it's uh they're they're adulterating our bodies and they're um, altering our train of thought and yeah. our perception and our security. So and you know like the security is all screwed up thanks to George Bush. And so. Um, that's That's I think that's the hitting point Is that George Bush Junior Or I mean Senior Is Worked for Adolf Hitler And so, and so did uh, The think tank guy George Soros uh, Worked for the Nazis And he said he enjoyed it And he's got the biggest Democratic think tank In the world um, So You know We got a huh, We're up on a Big <laughs> Big
1: Slippery slope Yes, we do. But all things can be arranged. And with that, we're going to close. Marcus, thank you again for speaking tonight. And our case will be uh, available. And uh, everyone's please review it again and post it. I hope it goes viral. And uh, we're going to close a little earlier tonight. Because it's Easter, and a lot of us probably have some activities we want to do.
0: Yeah. Yeah, um the activities, you know, I, I like to watch the late show with my mom and that's and walk the dog around the lake, but that's mm-hmm. like 12 in comparison to the activities that I used to do before I was targeted by.
1: No, me too. It's on a much smaller scale if I'm only a, a shadow, a ghost of a woman of who I once were. But uh, God is in control, not being not anybody's mafia and certainly not anyone's government or anything. This is coming down, and I'm going to remain with a lot of faith and hope. This, this is getting too blatant. It's taking over communities, and people aren't happy with that.
3: They're yeah, but they,
0: they're, they're also brainwashed. Like, you, you'll have a good neighbor, and then all of a sudden they're, like, in your house, and they're mad-dogging you, like... You know that's what's happened to me. I mean, um, you know, it's like I had a person that liked to talk to me, and now they're 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 like kind of uh, netting at my heels. And you know, it's it's always something. It's always like there's they. You know, if you can have one day where they didn't do you wrong, it's like a miracle. As a ti, and that's that's the That's, a, um, that's You know, so how do do we, you know, I mean, like, there's people that go to college to study the Constitution, and then, you know, I go on a website, and they say, well, the Constitution isn't used in in the state law that much. Like, they don't actually, like, I don't know. It sounds like you would need, like, a constitutional expert and a lawyer to just start something, and then, you know, TIs aren't studying the Constitution of the United States. Mm Mm-hmm so how how do we start something when we can't afford a specialist constitutional uh and a, a and a lawyer and then study the constitution ourselves you know um there's all these gaps and and yet they're linked in the perps are linked in um to our brains even though like you said their iq is like 80 percent. i was smarter than the doctors that implanted a device in my spinal cord before i was targeted um but yet I'm, I'm, I'm at like a, a wits end about how to put, put it to sleep. It's like, do they sleep? Do they, do the human traffickers sleep? How do they sleep? I mean, probably they're, on,
1: they're they follow they? it probably on shift, but, um, a lot of these questions, um, activism, I think it's really important. And, um, uh, we're pretty much uh, discussing trafficking. I'll do my best on Saturday's shows to have a speaker. And definitely uh, with the illegal alien mafia, that's more structured in your face, fraud and trafficking, uh, more racketeering. Just you know, It is what it is. And that's <clears> where we can bring in a lot of activism. And we've already started, Marcus, by writing letters uh, and posting documents on Facebook and YouTube, Solange has her own yes. YouTube channel. That's so good. the exposure is there and making contact with media that hopefully will be an enemy to the mafia. The best way to take down anything is to align with its enemy and this uh, beast system. And I don't know how it will be fought.
0: The only thing that I have going is this, this uh, quantum mechanics theory that there's entanglement in the universe, which means that one cell can communicate with another cell on the other side of the moon because they intercept my emails. Uh, the people that get them, uh, my emails might have been altered. Um, and then the people that get them, they they might be part of the game. You know, it's It's, mm-hmm. sad. Yeah. it's sad. It's sad.
3: It's like it's um, sad.
0: there's got to be an answer, though. There has to oh, be an answer yeah. because God... You know if these are the end days and god says Well, this giant beast rose up from the sea and controlled everyone um that doesn't mean that they're doing everything for you control just means you know like your parents control you You know either you, you know that there's certain rules to follow and mm-hmm. uh, you know there's some degree of control but it doesn't say like oh he totally controlled everyone i mean if he totally controlled everyone with a beast like IBM or whatever supercomputer, um, then there would be no game. It would just be like dominoes. It wouldn't be a game anymore. Maybe that's what's happening.
1: Like, dominoes are falling. Yeah, dominoes falling. That's
0: what I was going to say.
1: I think the domino is falling. They went after too many people that made it too heavy, anyway. Less conspicuous. They went too, uh, they went too many, too many people. Well. Like
0: TIs, why, how come on Facebook they don't ask um, how heavily targeted am I? Instead, they just say, you know, I was I was attacked, I was attacked, I was attacked. Uh, they screw up life, they screw up life, they screw up my life. Uh, they divided me from my family. It is like... Yeah, there is like a repetitive uh theme.
1: They might, might be agents too. On Facebook a lot of there's a lot of disinformation or or I believe I think Facebook is really perked, you know what I'm saying? Oh it is. They splinter our groups. So like the pages I view,
0: uh, you know, they they might be put up by other TIs, but when I'm, I, I I don't know. I don't know. I just I wonder if, you know, like I'm not a narcissist, so you know, if, if I don't get, a, like, 100 responses like some TIs do, um, like Kathy Haston, she's wonderful, and she gets, like, 100 comments every time she posts something, you know, and I get, like, two or three. But it always seems to go that way. It always seems to go I get, like, two or three comments, no matter how striking my comment or post is, my post, and yet, you know, they just put something about, you know, the weirdness of of the aspects of the electronic philosophy game, and they get a hundred comments. So, but then I sound narcissistic if I say I should be getting a hundred comments and not two, right? Doesn't that make me sound
2: narcissistic?
1: No, I just think you, felt you wrote something interesting, and you would have hoped more would have responded or made a comment. That's why I take it. I don't think it makes me narcissistic.
0: But it's weird because there's there's three thousand people. In three of the groups I'm in, three to 4,000 people, and everyone's posts get, like, one or two comments except for, like, a special, like, three or four T.I. So huh. it's weird.
1: It is. Well, Marcus, again, thank you so much. I'm going to hear you out. And I really, we all appreciate you sharing with us tonight and your comments. We're going to close earlier because of the Easter holiday. Thank you, everyone, uh, for joining the podcast tonight. Uh, we had a wonderful speaker, Marcus Hopson, and the talk show call will be available within five minutes. We're going to commence a little bit earlier this evening. It is Easter. Tomorrow night at 7 p.m. I will be on, uh, and that's going to be a Legal Aliens Mafia Park. I wish you all a wonderful Easter and a blessed weekend, and we'll see you then tomorrow.
2: Take care and be safe.